From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning on a busy news day. We're going to get to him, but just an opening quick comment. Could this Pete Buttigieg be a bigger disaster? And the Democrat media keeps pumping this guy up. He is a colossal failure. I'll tell you, I think that in terms of politicians that I dislike the most, and it's hard for me to dislike anyone, I generally want, I mean, my first instinct is to want to like someone. You've got to really earn it. And this guy is a fraud. He is a fake. He is a lightweight incompetent. You look at how bad he is. And they keep touting him to be president. It is just unimaginable the way the new rule seems to be for Democrats Because you don't let Republicans lose to the top. But the new rule for Democrats, you lose your way to the top. We have a president that has yet to utter a word on multiple objects shot from the sky. As usual, a total lack of transparency. That's beyond comprehension. We've got this toxic trail, uh, train rather, derailment in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Toxins released into the community. Fish are dead other wildlife dead it's i mean people throats are burning uh if they go back to their homes hours later rashes are appearing on their bodies uh they're being told that it's safe i mean this is is unbelievable i mean where where is the uh the assistance even mike dewine uh who's usually terrific is terrible here I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Erin Brockovich, big fan of the movie. She said Biden needs to, quote, step up efforts on the Ohio train derailment. You know, there are actually people saying that because this is a red state. And I hate that kind of talk. That this is just not getting the kind of attention that you would think it would get. Brockovich uh, tweeted, quote, doing better than your predecessor is not doing enough, which I totally disagree with. Uh, Trump was terrific when emergencies happened. They were terrific. So this is your typical liberal. Uh, Brockovich continues, the Biden administration needs to get more involved in this hashtag Palestine, Ohio train derailment. Now we are counting on you to break the chain of administration after administration to turn a blind eye, step up now, all capital letters. Well, what has this administration ever stepped up for? We had a balloon that we knew was a spy satellite and our president let it map the entire country. Said we couldn't shoot it out of the sky because it wouldn't be safe. But then they shot four other ones out of the sky a couple days later. Here's another thing about this train. 
20 of the 50 cars that derailed were carrying hazardous materials. Just give you some of it. Vinyl chloride, a toxic inflammable gas, and this was used as a chemical weapon in World War One. So it's bad stuff. What do they do with it? I mean, what, what were they even traveling with this? Why? Many people have complained about feeling unwell, experiencing headaches, burning throats, rashes. They're telling and sharing information about farm animals and other fish and other animals that have died right after the incident. Imagine telling somebody it's safe, though. Remember the movie with Brockovich and she had the glass of water and she put it over to uh, people they were meeting with who were trying to act like "Eh, nothing's happening here, nothing to see here. And then she let them know that that was the tap water. And you should have saw them push those glasses away as quickly as they could. Members of Congress, I think on both sides, have been saying that the president and Buttigieg, they've gone absolutely zero dark silent on the train crash. And there are finally, I don't know how much more would it have taken, finally calls for, quote, Pete Buttigieg has to go. Now, he's not going to go because this is an administration. Look, that, that goofy guy that dressed all freaky, that stole the suitcase, nothing happened. Then he stole another one, and they finally fired him. I mean, you, you can't believe what you have to do to get fired in this administration. You know, Buttigieg was talking about while all this stuff is going on, what's on Pete Buttigieg's mind is that there are too many white men who are employees of this, that, or the other. This is the way these lunatics think. Really incredible stuff. This one particular congressman, uh, Warren Davidson, said, quote, Buttigieg is worried about all of the wrong things. And frankly, he was hired for all of the wrong reasons. So that's what Biden was doing. White gay man, you got a job. I mean, th- that's what the Democrats do. They're the dividers. Never forget that. They're the ones that see things you don't even think about color and all kinds of things. He was hired for all of the wrong reasons. And that's where we need real pros to run these lanes. People that actually know the business. Mayor Pete is not the guy that knows transportation. It's the big problem with the Biden administration among many. He didn't hire qualified people. Trump hired really highly qualified people with a lot of experience that were very successful and didn't need. You know, this is crazy, but 
whatever he makes, 180000 or whatever he makes, a couple hundred thousand, it's like the most he's ever made in his life. You really want people that that's a joke to them, that in many cases they don't even take the salary. Anybody that you're hiring in these positions that it's the best paycheck they ever had, look out. You, I'm telling you, there's certain things I know, and that's one of my doctrines. They are usually disastrous. And, of course, we're living in times where the Democrat media, the Democrats, you know, one, one and the same, they criticize success. They make that a negative. They brag about how Joe had nothing, Joe Biden. And that's always a lie, too. When he was talking about being poor and all this stuff, he had multiple homes because they had Biden, Inc. running slipshod for 50 years, making money, leveraging power. It is maddening when you see how much evidence there is incontrovertible evidence about how unbelievably corrupt this family is. It's, I've been saying it since he was a candidate. They're a crime wave. And you, you see nothing because the Justice Department's too busy locking up Republicans. Think about what they've done to Republicans with no-knock raids, amphibious vehicles, helicopters, Camo-geared, unbelievably highly-weaponed people, and sometimes the dozens, coming to totally nonviolent people. They sent more firepower, more apparatus, more manpower to get Roger Stone than they did to get Al Chapo by a long shot and stone his attorney would have made him available at any time why do they do these things the no-knock raid of paul manafort but notice they don't go after biden or any of them or hillary oh yeah get us those laptops and and iphones you know when you can no 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 rush just get them to us when you can oh what you took bleach bit and pickaxes and destroyed them all and all the evidence. Oh, okay, that's okay. We can't charge you. No reasonable prosecutor would ever charge you. I mean, this is the country we live in. I'm not exaggerating a single thing. This is our country right now. The bad guys are just on the run, on the loose, on the prowl. And good guys, you better watch out. Because they'll they'll create a process crime to turn you into a criminal while they, the real criminals laugh all the way to the bank. Big program today. Really looking forward to it in a same time next year, because we've done it for a number of years now appearance. We will have a crossover special broadcast event with Derek Kaysen's Atlantic city high school broadcasting class and they broadcast on wajm 88.9 that's a radio station owned by the atlantic city board of education uh 
licensed to the city of Atlantic City. And they do a really great job. And it's operated by the students of Atlantic City High School. Very exciting. And love to do it. And they picked the topics. Uh, I know I didn't pick any topics for today. Uh, we'll see what they have. You know, I, I just have a sneaky suspicion. Let's see if I'm right about this. It's just a gut sort of call because I know some of them love sports. Maybe someone will bring up the Eagles Super Bowl and that final holding penalty. And we'll see if that comes up. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. But I know it's always fun. Then after the uh, visit with Atlantic City High School at 835, we'll visit with Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy. And then the 9 o'clock hour this morning, all season solar open forum for at least the first half of the 7 o'clock hour. We may have an interview in the second half of next hour. So if you want to get in, get in fast. Let's not, we're not going to build the seven o'clock open forum like we typically do. Get in really quick because if I need that last 735-ish to eight o'clock because there is a planning board, not a, well, there is a planning board meeting in Summers Point. I'll get to that. But there is a city council meeting today at 5 p.m. This ludicrous, absurd trash to steam plant idea is actually going to be voted unless it's pulled i don't know uh but you know they feel they have five votes it's on the agenda the neighborhood in venice park if you were listening yesterday we did an hour Uh, we also wrote an elaborate article about it for the website and the wpg app it is So the residents of Venice Park could not be more adverse to this. And they're looking to jam it down their throat anyhow. How would you like 150 trash trucks every day barreling through your neighborhood, coming down your street? It would probably crack the... uh, the court surface of Marty Small's basketball court. He wouldn't like it. I'm proposing that it get put on his property for the better good of the public. This is so important. Eminent domain, condemn his house. John Devlin's going to own it anyhow. And the basketball court. And let's put the trash to steam plant there. Let's see how that will play. Fox News commentary. Balloons, UFOs, derailments, explosions, and more. This administration has the same response to all of it. Ignore it till they can't anymore. Then give us some cockamamie BS that tells us nothing. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. They do not care if the value of your retirement is sacrificed. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold.
Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is showing his ineptitude again, this time a major derailment and accompanying explosion that he's just not up to addressing other than some lame tweets. It was a huge explosion in Ohio, an explosion that now threatens the drinking water, pets, and people. That's just tweet-worthy, Pete. But folks, you know what Pete did have time to address? Racist construction projects. During a conference earlier this week, Pete told the crowd that too many white people are taking out construction jobs in minority communities. There's an explosion in Ohio and this is what our transportation secretary focuses on? It's one thing to not study for the test, but this is worse than that. These Biden administration hacks won't even take the test. Their strategy is to leave all the bubbles blank and hope we won't notice. Well, we notice. I'm Tommy Laren. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. Hey, thanks very much. Welcome back. It's the Hurley in the Morning program at 27 minutes past the hour. So, oops, we ran a little bit long in the first segment. Uh, but I thought it was good content and uh, had a good time sharing with you some of the issues of the day. Senator Johnson, who I'm a big fan of, it was so, I'll tell you, I said this before the election, it was so important that Ron Johnson win his um, reelection. And let me tell you something. Wisconsin is very tough for Republicans. Obviously, Johnson proves it can be done, but he usually is losing in every election that he is running in for a good portion of the campaign and then always seems to be able to, to pull it out in the end. And he did it again. So this is a tell you what, the composition of the way things are changing, uh, we better get as much done as we can over the next several years. And some of the people that have won new six year terms, because who knows what's going to happen going forward. I think more and more people are starting to believe what we have been saying all along. This Democrat plan to bring illegals into the country and then just have them vote. See, because they don't care about the Constitution. Think about this. It's right in the Constitution. In order to be able to vote, you have to be an American citizen. We have illegals voting in California. I was called a liar more than a decade or 15 years ago when I said what was going to happen. I got trashed. I said, well, we'll just have to wait and see how it turns out. I'm pretty confident in what I'm saying. And, you know, the people that are trashing me are lying about me. And we've had many instances just like that. Bob Levy, you can name it, where the, whether it's the press of Atlantic City uh, for advertising dollars or for whatever cockamamie agenda they have uh, that took Levy's side until they couldn't. Then all of a sudden, oh, what? Oh, he's missing mayor? What? Huh? Who? What? No, we weren't with him. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. What goes on, the agenda is, and the Biden people are very good at it. They have a lot of help. I shouldn't say they're good at it. They do it. I don't think they're good at it. I catch them every time. Remember Joe Biden in the debate, uh, screaming like a a lunatic, how no one is saying that I had any dealings with this. In fact, 51 people, you know, are saying this, 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 and this, and they just lie about everything. Senator Ron Johnson, and this is also another thing that we have covered so many times in the past. I said, hey, what's going to happen to these 51 people that lied, that, that signed that letter that said that, that the Hunter Biden laptop 
quote, had all the earmarks of a Russian information operation. One of the people, James Clapper, that signed it, he's in a CYA, or I'll just say for this family program's uh, edification, covering his tracks. I would say also his high knee. You got a left knee, a right knee, and a high knee. The former director of national intelligence, and that's a joke that he ever held that position to begin with. He was a public disgrace in that position. He served during the Obama-Biden administration, and he's doing exactly what I said they're all going to be doing. And that is covering their tracks regarding signing that 2020 letter claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop scandal was a, quote, Russian information operation. Quote, the letter that Clapper signed with the 50 other former intelligence officials was an obvious information operation, said Johnson. Even though the intelligence officials claimed the Biden laptop, quote, had all the earmarks of a Russian information operation, the letter Clapper signed was an information operation that interfered with our elections to a far greater extent than anything Russia could have ever hoped to have accomplished. That's quote, unquote. Now, what's going to happen about that? You know, with the Democrats, whenever they want to say somebody interfered with an election, they, they want to criminally charge you. They want to, I, I'm telling you, and this is what I would do. I would, I would criminally charge these 51 people based on what they did and that they either knew or should have known that what they were doing was complete disinformation intended to steer the election from the incumbent president to the challenger of their preference. And that, my friends, is a coup. They should be charged. And there's a number of criminal offenses that they could be charged with, including treason. Quote, they obviously were involved and their entire motivation was to impact the election and they did so. Quote, unquote, said Senator Johnson. And he continued saying, quote, it wasn't just a one-time letter. It's another really good point. They got to haul them all. I would put them in groups of 10 and whatever amount of days you need, I would haul them all in, all 51 of them, put them under oath and just have at them. Because guess what the other side would do? If the shoe was on the other foot, you don't even have to guess what would happen. We'll be back in just a little bit. Don't go away. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it's Harry Hurley with three stories. I have many more than that on the WPG app that you can follow. Former Golden Nugget owner Steve Wynn, the article that we wrote two days ago, I mean, continues to perform unbelievably. Uh, So thank you for your readership. And those that haven't read it, please read the article. Atlantic City Council meets tonight at 5 p.m. on this trash to steam plant idea for venice park it's a disgrace and there's a planning board meeting tonight at 7 p.m at summers point regarding golf course 
From the Towns New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Although today starts a little bit unsettled, damp, and dreary, it'll probably be South Jersey's first or second warmest day of 2023 so far. I'll give you a high of 63 degrees this afternoon. That rain shower chance only this morning, clearing skies breezy and warm this afternoon. Partly cloudy and not cold tonight, low 49. 62 tomorrow, cloudy skies with scattered rain during the day. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. The number of people doing business early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. All right, so let me see if I can do this. And you know I'm going to leave something out, so you'll fill in all the blanks. But let me just off the top of my head, just recap what's going on right now. And we have a president who is completely silent about everything. Let me think now. All right, so you had the, the China spy satellite that he allowed to fly through the entire country, allowed China to map the country, then shot it down after it went through the entire country. And they told us they couldn't shoot it down over land because it would be dangerous. But then they shot down four other objects over the next seven to nine days uh, overland. And that doesn't make the first statement inoperative anymore. You, you, you get what I'm saying. It's insanity. We have a nitric acid spill in Arizona. That's very serious. That goofy new governor hasn't said a word, nor has Biden, nor has anyone else in the cabinet. You've got this toxic train derailment in East Palestine, in Ohio, toxins released into the community, obviously into the water supply because fish are dying and other animals are dying. And I mean, I saw this one video, hundreds of fish, which means it's probably thousands of fish. What am I leaving out? Uh, four Russian fighter planes right near Alaska. We had to... Uh, chase them away and i'm sure i'm leaving something out i mean this weak feeble dangerous president and his band of misfits that's why it was so important if we were going to get joe biden he needed to pick a real vice president not just guarantee before the election even takes place that he guarantees a black female then he didn't even pick the best black female that he could have picked. So you got you have to have the black female. This is Joe Biden, not me. Don't get mad at me. You had the white gay guy. That had to be. What whatever happened to pick the best person? Man or woman? Whatever. Now keep in mind, I have no problem with any ethnicity, any gender any anything but they've got to be the best because these are very serious times we have an absolutely incompetent vice president did you see her when the plane when the uh spaceship was taking off the spaceship is 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 taking off joe you're gonna be president i mean this woman is a babbling just dope trains and she loves school buses too 
The school bus. I mean, this is... Honestly, you got to almost compartmentalize this stuff or you you couldn't bear it. It, It's so bad. And there's so much wrong that's going on at this time. That was just a little quick drive-by of some of the things that we're dealing with at the present time. I didn't even get into... American daily quality of life issues, supply chain, food prices, everything else. I mean, just about everything is broken. And like 12% of Democrats want Biden to run again. It's unbelievable. It's like 20, 20, some 22% total. Very few Democrats even. But he's going to run anyhow. Doesn't matter. And Democrats will still vote for him. They know. They knew before. And they voted for him. Because it was just so important. Trump had to go. Do you remember what it used to be like just two years ago? $2 gas. Food prices were really affordable. Economy was booming. Everybody, no matter your race, creed, color, whatever... Every demographic in the rainbow, best wages ever, incredible jobs market, rates were low, interest rates for buying a home, buying a car, your credit cards. I mean, look at what they've done in two years. And still Democrats in the midterm election, but but again... I, I don't trust anything anymore. And they call you a denier, but they're the real election deniers. And their list of election deniers is very long. But see, they're allowed to, to be an election denier. You're just not allowed to be. You have to believe that Joe Biden won the freest, fairest, you know, most perfect election ever run. You have to believe that because if you don't, they want to be able to criminally charge you as some kind of insurrectionist, election denier. You think about it. How could the midterm election have been so close with the obvious failure and the atmosphere, the attitude in our country? And that is because Democrats are getting away with changing everything. The way we vote, This ballot harvesting stuff, very dangerous. Voting for weeks in some uh, states, it's, it's, I think, two months, something like that. It's ridiculous. We used to have one election and we knew at 10, 11 o'clock at night who won the presidency with paper ballots. But with all this technology, we, we are always told, don't expect to know tonight it, it may be days or even weeks before we'll know. Oh, really? Well, that doesn't inspire confidence, does it? we got to change this. I want it to be, and I love the expression, I want it to be easier to vote and harder to cheat. We've got to have voter ID. We've got to ensure one person, one vote. We've got to shut this thing down to a reasonable period of time when we're actually voting because it allows for too much cheating. 
you should go to the polls on Election Day. And if you're out of the state, out of the country, too unwell, you vote by absentee ballot, you get it in before the election, has to be received by Election Day to count. I'm okay with exceptions for our military because their ballots are overseas and um, their vote should count and things like that. But we, we've got to have finality. We have to change this. And I know trying to change it will be that you'll be called a racist and you're trying to deny people to vote. But come on, voter ID, if you're for voter ID, you're a racist, then the NAACP is a racist at their events where they require voter ID. The entire Democratic National Committee, you're racist by your definition. You are racist. You require photographic ID to get into the Democratic National Convention. Stop letting them call you names and be afraid to do what's right. I'll tell you, it's one of the most empowering things of my lifetime, not caring a damn what they think. I know I speak the truth every single day. And I know that the truth is not popular at the present time. But darn it, it's still the truth. And I'm going to keep speaking it. We'll be back. This is Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 52 minutes past the hour. Open forum coming up right after the top of the hour break. I hope you'll call in at 609-407-1450. The second half of next hour is up in the air. We may be doing an interview on the um, council meeting tonight. I think it's very important to uh, blow the whistle and stop them in their tracks. Uh, They were planning to put something into effect that would have been very bad for a a, a stable, beautiful neighborhood. They were going to do it anyhow because they don't care. That's the era that we're in right now. We've got we don't have public servants anymore. We have people that are in this business for their own self-interest to get rich, to peddle and do these different things like we see at the highest levels, how they use the power of government to benefit themselves, crush perceived enemies. I learned something this morning uh, and I've had the opportunity for a couple of months now to watch about half of Laura Ingram's program in the three o'clock hour. It's something, I mean, I can't, I get up at two o'clock in the morning. I can't stay up and watch her show till 11 o'clock at night. I think she's very good, but sorry. I mean, I just can't, I can't do that. Uh, Or I would be getting less than three hours sleep. And that's, that's not, you know, that's not sustainable. That's not healthy. I do it a, a number of days out of the year, but not, not as a, a habit. And certainly, I try not to do that consistently. So I'm watching. I catch about half of the show. And I'm watching something that doesn't surprise me, but it's still staggering when you learn about these things. The government is paying some organization. I've, the name, they always do it, these trashy uh, Democrat organizations. They always have beautiful names that sound like they're the good guys. But this, this um, outfit that was formed by Democrats that gets to decide 
what is truthful and what is disinformation. We've been talking to you a lot about this. That's, this is what they did with social media. They get to say what is disinformation. Now, the truth is they are disinformation. They lie about everything. They lied about Trump-Russia collusion. They lie about Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden, Jim Biden. You could keep going. They lie about everything. But that doesn't get challenged. We do, and a handful of other people in the business do that, that for at least now are able to do it. Because I'm telling you, if they can get away with it, they'll shut everybody down. All conservative radio, all conservative uh, digital. So this group that's paid with your tax dollars and mine, they get to decide what entities, whether it's a website, a conservative uh, commentator, whatever it is, and then they go after you, your advertisers. Uh, this is this is so chilling. This is McCarthyism on steroids times infinity, what this Biden gang is up to right now. And in many respects, getting away with ruining good people's lives because they can't handle the fact that the truth does not support them. Now, you know this. If Trump had a son, a crack smoking son, with a laptop that was completely filled with his writings and videos and him with this and that and drugs and women and all this uh, and all these documents about influence peddling, you know that the Democrat media would be reporting differently about this and there would be a special counsel and there would be indictments of of numerous people. This Hunter Biden has been under federal criminal investigation since 2017 or 2018. It is the year 2023. When have you ever heard of something like this? And you know, if you just switch, don't change. I always say it like this. Don't change a single thing. Except make that Donald Trump Jr., and, and Donald Trump is the big guy. It's all you had to do was switch it to them. And it would be a suffocating 24-7 Democrat palooza nonstop media orgasm. And I don't care who you are, Republican, Democrat, Independent, you know I'm speaking the truth. Just the gun charge. And I should word it differently. The gun incident. Hunter Biden falsified his application, federal crime. They dumped the weapon in, a, in some kind of trash dumpster. And what, what happened? Did he get charged? Did anything happen? No. Actual law enforcement at the federal level that shouldn't even been a part of this scooped up everything and wallpapered over everything and nothing happened to him.
You go try that. You go try, and I'm not encouraging you to do it. Go lie on a federal gun uh, license application and throw a weapon away in a dumpster. See what happens to you. Open forum begins. I think we put a lot out, a lot of content out this hour. All of it true. None of an opinion. All of it truth. In bizarro world where the truth is extremely unpopular at the moment. Lies are in. Truth is is bad. Biden is good. Trump is bad. Biden documents, he's great, and he did everything right. Trump, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's just amazing. No matter what it is, they think they come out on top every time. Maybe they're right. 609-407-1450. Call me now. It's early in the morning. City, W-E-N-J-H-D-3, Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Six minutes past the hour. I've been bird-dogging this weather because I love it. I think I've told you my theory. It's not my theory. It's my own working sort of, you know, operating process about winter. Winter is my least favorite time of the year. And and mostly because I'm out in just crazy hours. One of the worst things ever uh, is snow. And you're out there at 2 o'clock in the morning uh, brushing snow because I follow the law. I don't just shovel uh, a, a one foot brick size opening uh, and and try to like look out of the uh, the front windshield out of that tiny little crevice. I take all the snow off the car, the top, the hood, the back, all the windows, the body of the car, the whole deal. Very important also to brush snow off of your lights uh, because although the light will get through some of it, it can really uh, make you not be seen as much. And obviously in bad weather, you want to be seen. It's more important. Today, the high, 63 degrees. Do you know I have somebody texting me this morning with everything that I've been saying for the entire 6 o'clock hour? I don't know about you. It's one of the most annoying things in the world. So they're texting me, but they're not a listener. Uh, Go away. Just go away, please. Somebody's texting me about Clapper, uh, and he's trying to, you know, get out of what he did with the letter. I spent, what, 15 minutes on that? I got to I take these text messages a minute after I just said it? Hey, you know, Clapper? Anyhow, so 63 degrees today. That's amazing. 61 tomorrow for the high, probably rain. 59 on Friday. 45 on Saturday. I'm just giving you the high. 51 on Sunday. Then I'll just go real quick. 58, 50, 46, 45, 45, 43, 44, 43, 44, 47. I've taken you all the way to February 1st. We'll be out of January. Now, there are a few nights, most are not, but there are a few nights 
where the low will be like 30 or low 30s. I see no snow over the next 10 days and some rain. But that's remarkable. I mean, honestly, besides that couple of days where it was really cold, we we have not had winter. And if we have, I've missed it. But I don't think I have. I mean, so you sometimes can get it pretty good in February. So it's we're not out of the woods yet. And I remember even sometimes, because two times in four years, I shoveled snow off of the track at Holy Spirit High School, where we would clear out at least two lanes of the eight so that the team could practice because practice begins on March 1st. But hardly ever. I mean, so we really only have several more weeks. That's how I do it. I compartmentalize my way out of the winter. And then uh, my probably my least favorite time besides if there's a lot of snow, because it's always just very aggravating, is the tree pollen season. That that's very that's very bad for me. Anyhow, your call, 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. It's Tom. How are you? Good, Tom. Listen, I just want this morning to take a second. I just want to bring people's attention, you know, with the really tragedy of the um, rail rail derailment in Ohio yeah. and with all those pollutants here. Yeah. But, um, you know, rail st- uh, transportation by rail is not all that safe. That's why we had some of the pipelines for the Keystone Pipeline. So it's so much safer to transport oil um, on a t- on the pipeline then of a train. So when they, you know, when they, when Biden cut the, the Keystone pipeline and cut off our other oil sources from Canada and from, you know, the Montana region and for also for natural gas, it's such a safety, it's such a safety thing to have it transported by a pipeline. And this is just a perfect example besides the fact that we need, need everything that it's, it's a hazard to the country and it's, it's just a faux pas that's creating, you know, um, and, and, and Tom, problems. and now we have a World War One toxic gas that's making people sick, uh, polluting the water that these Democrats are supposed to be such tree tree huggers and nature lovers. They've had nothing to say about it. Our president has said nothing about it. People are getting sick. Uh, and this could be the type of thing where, you know, the way that water uh, goes through several other states. This, this is going to be quite a, uh, a a toxic waste cleanup situation. Oh, yeah. And you were, uh, I you know, was listening to you coming in. You were t- definitely right. When they're finding three and four hundred fish at a time, you can multiply that tenfold yep. of, of the other fish and other animals there. But just for people you know, to consider, you know, uh, things that, that they hear but they forget, you know, the way to carry oil and natural gas through pipelines, it's so much safer than rail service there. And the fact that, you know, where is Pete Buttigieg, you know, the transportation secretary? He's not even there. And then they're sending the poor people back. Now, he's their- busy talking about there's too many white men working in union jobs while people are getting sick and animals are dying and water is polluted. And But they're, they're, don't worry, though, the EPA is telling him it's safe. Yet people have gone back home and they've they got rashes all over their bodies and burning throats. I mean, these people are terrible, Tom. Yeah, they are. I just, but I just wanted you know for your listeners 
to, to remember some of the things, you know, um, when, when they want to have these various pipelines, it is a safe way, it's an economic way, and it's the best way to, to um, transport these materials there. But they always come out that it's just a scheme for people to get rich. It's yep. just, you know, not true. So I just wanted to bring that up. Thank and you, keep Tom. Up the good work. Thank anyway. you, sir. Yep. Everything they do is a lie. Everything they say is a lie. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. My little brother, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Quick thing. The, the idiot governor of Ohio made a few lies yesterday when I heard him speak. The first one was that the tank got so the oil the tanker got so hot that that they had to burn everything because it was going to explode. Why don't they just go get a fireman with a fire hose and cool the tank off? And then why don't they just go to Wawa, Sunoco, uh, Coraluso, Sheets Gas, which is big out there, and get 15 uh, oil delivery tanker trucks and fill them with this chemical and take it back to the factories where it came from instead of uh, burning it and just have one guy that knew what he was doing on how to pump from the from the down tanker uh, train cars to these uh, fuel delivery vehicles. Why don't they have somebody with some uh, managerial experience and a guy who knew how to pump instead of burning everything openly in the, in the air? Right? I, I have to tell you, I've given this a lot of thought, and I'm not experienced in this area, so I don't know if what I'm about to say makes any sense at all. But I thought about all these different scenarios. One, like what you're saying, trying to offload the toxic product and transport it away, and then you don't have it released into the environment. And then I'm listening to people like Governor DeWine say that they weighed all the options and felt that it could explode at any minute. And that had it exploded, then it would have actually traveled much further than their controlled explosion. Uh, I, I don't know. Mark, I really don't know. Uh, it would seem to me that if they blow it up or it blows up itself, how's that really much different? I don't know that they were containing the explosions in a way that mitigated anything. So... I like what you said. They probably calculated, though, that it was too dangerous, too unstable, and that it could have caused a greater environmental catastrophe. I, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, I, I will go as far as to say it looks like a poor response from Governor DeWine, very disjointed, and he usually is pretty steady. But maybe it's hard to look good in something like this crooked you know trains uh, that have you know gone off the tracks and are all over the place and and then of course the contamination that we know uh i think there's a lot worse that we don't know if if i lived in that area uh, i mean I, i would tell people listening if they were somehow listening to the stream don't go anywhere near your home right now every single person i've seen interviewed that has gone back even to retrieve a few things uh has horrible headaches burning throat, rashes on their face and body. Uh, and this sometimes forms six hours later. Uh, the dead fish all over the place, and dead other animals. So, I, Mark, I don't know what the right thing to do was, but what they did, and also to have a transportation secretary, this pothole Pete, this incompetent little punk that they keep telling us should be the next president that is terrible at every job he's ever had, uh, is a joke. 
So they're terrible. I don't know what the right thing to have done is, Mark, but they haven't done it, it doesn't seem. How about very simply, if an idiot – now, there's a couple of idiots down in Down Beach, down the shore, that would have made the same bad decision. How about this? How about if an idiot just made a bad decision and nobody's owning up to it? It seems like it was a bad decision. It does seem like it was, but I don't know what the other options were. Uh, you named one, uh, but who knows? This stuff you know, could be oozing out, uh, and what are you going to do? You, you you put people in hazmat suits and you start pumping away. I don't know what the right thing to do is. Uh, sometimes you can look at what someone's doing and say that doesn't seem like it is the right thing. But I, I'm I'm usually slow to criticize until I really know what I'm talking about and I I, I know what happened there and I've read a lot about it and I know the chemicals involved, bad gas. It was used in World War One. It's not good. Uh, really bad stuff. And, I mean, we, we have a very serious, toxic, you know, situation here that um, is hurting people and killing animals and setting the stage for who knows how long water and the earth and, and all of this is going to be uh, directly affected. Then, of course, nobody's talking about the nitric acid spill in Arizona. That goofy new governor hasn't said boo about that. That's bad news, not to mention the four uh, Russian fighter planes that were buzzing Alaska uh, or the five uh, or more balloons and objects being shot out of the sky. Oh, it's, a, it's a busy time to be an incompetent administration. Mark, I've got to run. I, I really... Um, I'm really open to what you said. I just, I just have to learn more and, and think about it some more before I could agree or disagree. I don't disagree with what you said. I just don't know the feasibility of it, if it could have been done. Uh, we'll be back. Don't go away. More of your calls right after this. Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Uh, the U.S. Air Force downed airborne objects over Alaska on Friday, Northwest Canada on Saturday, Lake Huron on Sunday, and none of this has been tied to China or any other country, but Kirby said more information will be gleaned once their remnants are retrieved. So they don't even know, they're just guessing. They just don't want that the political headache. And then Kirby goes on to say the last three objects that Biden shot down were most likely benign. So you're guessing that it's most likely benign? Oh, I am guessing uh, that that tumor uh, on your neck is most likely benign. Maybe it is most likely benign, but until you can say with certainty, why are you even bothering making a guess? Doesn't make any sense at all. But that's your that's your federal government. The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show. I want to remind you about something that you wouldn't think could happen, but it can. And it's people can steal your home. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners. And that's why I protect my home with home title lock. And you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you but Home Title Lock does. They want to give you an absolutely free, no obligation, 
uh, verification that your home is still in your name. You register for 30 days of protection for free. Just go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, and absolutely free, no obligation. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Don Hurley wrote me a brilliant little pithy meme that he wrote. The environmentalists have proven they love windmills more than nature and wildlife. Think about it. How many times have we heard these same people go bananas over any development that was about to happen that would some sometimes it would be terrific uh, development that would contribute so materially and they go bananas because of an ant or a tree frog or anything uh, would be impacted uh, and and they just shut it down. You don't hear any and that's why I keep telling you they are so dishonest these people. You got the ninth whale now that has washed up. You don't hear any of these groups coming out because they're all in the tank. They're in the Democrat tank because they're all in on this wind power and anything else that they want to pursue. They they can easily forfeit any of their so-called philosophy of government governance in in favor of they remain silent they say nothing so the next time you hear them coming out against the like the south jersey gas pipeline the, these people in marmora and other areas that haven't had natural gas because these these jackasses get in the way of of anything uh that is the end of the world natural gas on the side of the uh garden state parkway way out of the way no environmental impact But they go bananas. And here we've got big ass whales beaching every other week, uh, sometimes more than one in a week. And they say nothing. It's unbelievable. It truly is. Mr. Foley, welcome to the Hurley in the Morning program. Hey, Harry. Uh, Mark is exactly right. Uh, Fortunately, we don't have the type of heavy industry around here that you have a lot of the of the tanker cars going through our area but in reality you are supposed to i've taken several courses and matter of fact uh, i was at texas when we took the texas a&m course that was the original one i took down there and they had everything there as you can imagine and the thing is is that they teach you how to plug it and download it as far as if they're on fire and they're going all of those railroad cars have uh, they have relief valves on top of them and it'll ventilate itself i've never and i mean never heard of a controlled explosion to to uh <laughs> to offset chemicals that just doesn't make any sense yeah there there i heard governor dewine speak about this and it really it was a head scratcher for me as well tom and didn't seem to make any sense to me, but I, I just wrote it off for the moment that I'm a lay person and I don't understand it. And that, you know, they wouldn't have done that if they didn't have smart people telling them that the controlled explosion could mitigate what a if it all had exploded. But didn't they explode it all, too? So I don't I don't understand how what they did is any different than if the whole thing exploded on its own. You're exactly right. It was probably we were because I saw the plume that they let go. And Harry, it's a very dangerous situation, but 
you know, I do you remember those little glass balls that were in uh, heater rooms all the time? We're for years ago. Maybe you don't. You're too young. But they had these little <laughs> glass balls. They were full. Of, thank uh, thank full you for of, uh, thank you for that last sentence. <laughs> they were full of carbon tetrachloride, and they was called a fire extinguisher. But little did they know when they started to replace the lead pipes with copper pipes that if tar- carbon tetrachloride hits a hot copper pipe, it lets off a gas called phosgene gas, which is exactly what was there in Ohio. Phosgene gas was used during World War One, and you know for the gas masks and all that stuff that they did in the trenches. That's what they used. They used some called mustard gas, and uh, you know that's that's the type of thing. You cannot have those type of chemicals released into the atmosphere or into the environment as groundwater. That's why I, I was shocked when I saw that story. And in the United States Marine Corps, we trained with them also here in Atlantic City a few years ago, and they have a hazardous material team that goes out and they're spread throughout the country. I was shocked that they weren't around. Tom, I want to shift gears because I only have one minute before the break, and we are going to cover an important Atlantic City issue, this trash to steam uh, plant, goofy, goofy ass Marty Small idea. And I, who knows? We'll know tonight, uh, soon enough, today, and we're going to follow up. We, we wrote the, um, the definitive story about it yesterday. We'll see how these folks vote tonight if they can count to five and actually five people will vote to destroy a stable beautiful neighborhood as we know anything is possible in in this small small world that atlantic city lives in now it's it's like he he's the universe and everyone lives vicariously through his insanity it's wild but tom you as a former democrat former democrat but former democrat new jersey state legislator in the new jersey general assembly if republicans were putting uh cement and steel and 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 who knows what other materials it will be made of towering structures as tall as the empire state building times hundreds of them and nine whales were washing up in a very short period of time what would the democrat representatives and all of their Democrat allies, Sierra Club and everybody else, environmental impact groups, what would they be doing right now, Tom? They'd be going crazy. And and the thing is that you remember the South Jersey, I heard you mention it, South Jersey Gas wanted to put a gas line to Beasley's Point. And we were so concerned about the earthworms. Oh, I mean, yeah. They were living on, and, 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 tree, and when it wasn't earthworms, it was tree frogs. Yeah. You know, give me a break. You know, this is such a, a – gas lines are the best thing that you could have because you can isolate the spill. They have valves between them, and you can isolate it. As a matter of fact, they can they can fit a valve right on top of it to isolate any type of spill or rupture. Right. They'd rather you need propane and have to transport propane canisters and big trucks to fill other tanks or use electric I mean, they're just, they're so hypocritical. It is crazy. Tom, I owe you more next time. I've got to run. It's 31 minutes past the hour. When we come back, Atlantic City Councilman at Large, George Tibbet, he'll be one of the voting members tonight. They need five council members. I mean, you've got Kaleem Shabazz. He's in that neighborhood because it spills into the third ward. You have that goofy Morshed. He's in the fourth ward. This guy never speaks uh, except, you know, to say yes to whatever Marty Small says, vote for me. Yes. He's like Yabba Dabba Do, Fred Flintstone and Bar- Fred and Barney nothing. Yabba Dabba Do. 
uh, Gazoo, the little Martian guy, you know, made Fred and Barney nothing. And all they did was yabba dabba do. Yeah, unbelievable times we're living in, truly. This was a bad idea two years ago when Venice Park and the Venice Park Civic Association summarily rejected it overwhelmingly. And now they've resorted until we blew the whistle yesterday on air and in print. Uh, they were going to try to get away with saying that the Venice Park residents were in favor of a trash to steam plant. Now, remember, this is 150 stanky trash trucks barreling through your neighborhood every single day of the week. Who wants to sign on to that? I say this. It's a very simple solution because Marty Small wants this for reasons I don't want to get into right now, but it's not in the better interests of the public. I can tell you that uh, everything he does has an ulterior, ulterior purpose to it. So I say this. We condemn. I'll make the motion. We condemn his property because John Devlin's going to own it anyhow and the basketball court. We condemn his property in, in eminent domain in the better good of the citizens of Atlantic City, and we put the trash to steam plant on his house, on his property. How's that sound? Make that motion tonight, somebody. That might get five votes. We'll be back. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley, 32 minutes past the hour. Three stories you can follow right now on the app. Former Golden Nugget owner Steve Wynn, the article that we wrote two days ago, is it's just gone supernova viral. Uh, and I, I hope it continues. Please read the article if you haven't. Atlantic City Council meeting tonight at 5 p.m. We're going to be talking about the trash steam plant proposal uh, with Councilman Tibbet in just a few minutes. And the planning board in Summers Point is meeting at 7 p.m. regarding a golf course housing project. That and more on the app. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Radar has been lighting up with showers and sprinkles around this morning. The air is pretty dry, though, so a lot of those raindrops just evaporating before hitting the ground. You may find things somewhat damp and dreary for the next couple of hours with a spotty shower, then clearing skies this afternoon, breezy and warm, high of 63. We only fall to 49 tonight, partly cloudy skies, 62 cloudy with scattered rain tomorrow. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, great one. We are back 39 minutes past the hour. Atlantic City Councilman at Large George Tibbet is here. He'll be one of nine voting members if all are present to make a decision on this particular item, uh, which I, I'm i a bit confused, Councilman Tibbet, in terms of why this is. I, I realize it's uh, Councilman Shabazz and Councilman, uh, Councilwoman Marshall that, that have sponsored this piece of legislation, but they well know that two years ago, the Venice Park Civic Association, all the residents in Venice Park uh, overwhelmingly not one person is in favor of this trash to steam plant uh, idea, and yet here it is. Uh, first, welcome to the program, Councilman Tibbet, and uh, can't wait for your input on this. Good morning. 
Good morning. Good morning, Harry, to your listening audience, and uh, especially the people of Venice Park that are listening right now. And, and let's not forget West Side. Um, this is the biggest black-on-black crime that I've seen. You know, that is a predominantly hard-working black community area living there. And you're going to bring a, a, a tent, attempt to bring a project like this to destroy their neighborhoods where they've worked so hard over the years. And it, I mean, it's like the tunnel all over again. And think about this, George. Think about this. But that was eminent domain and people were gone. That that's a debate that's a worthy debate of whether that should have ever been done and all of that. And we had it on this program, as you know, in real time, uh, more than anyone else in the media. We covered that. But this is, hey, you all stay in your homes. We're going to decrease the value of your home because the neighborhood's going to smell like trash. You know, I love it when these people say how, oh, the air is going to be cleaner than anywhere ever in the history of the world. Look, 150 trash trucks with stinky trash, George, every single day. That neighborhood, and it's going to blow with the wind to Brigantine, other parts of Atlantic City, uh, even offshore a bit. Uh this is a disaster. Well, Harry, let me let me respectfully correct you. Whoever did the math for 150 trucks is extremely wrong for the amount of trash that that's going to need. Each truck holds 22 tons. That's state law, 22, 23 tons. It's going to be upwards of 250 to 300 trucks a day. Now, you got dumpster juice from those truck, trucks driving through the neighborhood, dripping all over the streets. You're going to have to dump that trash. You're going to have rats and everything else. What about the seagulls and everything for the trash that's being dumped before they could potentially burn it to turn it into steam? And it's in a flight path to the AC. And look at the flight path of a lot of the planes coming in to uh, AC Airport. You, you know, you're going to have seagulls all over the place where it possibly could go into the engines. But more importantly, the people said no, no. Reverend Days was told, no, you know, this is about pure greed of money. Greed. That property is worth $11 million. It's assessed at $11 million. Harry, I put a stop to it because I've seen greed and I've seen a scam written all over this. I tried to handle it like a gentleman. The minute I'm out as council president, they, they, they try and bring it back up on the good people of Venice Park or West Side. Not to mention, if the mayor had any brains in his head, the smell and everything is going to blow right towards his house if you follow the wind patterns. Yeah, you mean John, you mean John Devlin's patterns, house. Then it's going to go straight that's over. A, that's a very rude thing to do to make that blow with the wind to John Devlin's future home. I, I am very, very upset to hear that. Uh, the future Devlin residence will be in its flight path. George, you raised some really good points, and I went with the 150 that I was told um, in information in my interviews that I got. I'm going to actually update that, that it could be twice that many. And you're right about that with the with the, the, the trash juice and and all the, 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 the rats and the um, – and I don't mean the political rats. I, I mean the real rats. Uh, it, it's going to be a bad situation. They know that people don't want it. But they their boss that owns them and they feel like they have to say yes when he tells them to say yes. Goofy people like Morshed and the rest of those idiots. Could they possibly have five people that would vote for that tonight, George? Harry, it could come down to a five to four vote. And this is why I have been screaming, you know, 
you have people that are potentially being blackmailed up there. You have two council members that are potential. One don't live in Atlantic City. You don't live in a city, Zia. I know. You know I know. You told me you don't live in the city. And you don't live here. And this is why his vote should not count. Let him go vote in Egg Harbor Township where he lives. George, hold right there. We're going to come right back in just a little bit. Don't go away. One more segment. We'll have 10 minutes uninterrupted with Atlantic City Councilman George Tibbet. Didn't you learn a whole lot in a couple of minutes? And just think about this. When I report tonight how this vote goes, because look for my article on our app and on our website. If these five people, the usual suspects that took George Tibbet out as uh, council president, although to be fair, George took himself out before they had a chance to because he made it clear that, you know, he had served several years in the position and it was time for someone else to have a chance. But these same five that voted for Sporty Randolph, including his vote, uh, they are capable. I've been saying it for a couple of days now. They are capable of voting for this thing because they're serving a different boss. They're, they're not serving the people. They're serving one person. And who knows? I mean, you've got the state now. If this goes 5-4 the other way, the state maybe by tomorrow morning will reverse it like they did the uh, the school board. It, it is a... Um, it is a crazy, bizarro world. We'll be right back with Councilman Tibbet after this. It's early in the morning. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. That is truth, and uh, it's all because of you, and we thank you for it, and we know it. I'm very excited uh, for the nine minutes that we have with council president. I'm just going to say it because he should be, uh, Tibbet. And then right after the top of the hour break, it's the same time next year, crossover special broadcast event. They do a wonderful job. The students of Atlantic City High School that run their own radio station, WAJM, 88.9 on your FM dial. We have a crossover event with uh, Derek Kaysen's students in the broadcasting class. And I can't wait. We're going to be doing that for the first half of the next hour. Then Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy on not only this Friday's inaugural Ronald Reagan dinner at Resorts Casino Hotel, which is going to be awesome in the Ocean Ballroom. I've been given the honor of being the master of ceremonies. Congressman Van Drew will be highlighted. Um, former Congressman John Runyon, uh, Senator Palestina. I mean, it's a who's who. Uh, I, I would run out of time if I, if I started just running off every name that's going to be there. It's going to be a huge uh, gathering at Resorts Casino Hotel. And then Frank Neal, I haven't spoken to him this morning, but we're expecting Frank and All Season Solar in the 9 o'clock hour. George, I've given some thought, and I don't have an answer. Maybe you do. Why is Marty Small coming up with all of these ideas that the citizens of Atlantic City do not want? What's the point about that? I, I don't know. That's a question that needs to be asked of him. And, uh, you know, I've never, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be truthful with you, Harry. He's never 
supported this project with me or even uh, spoke to me about this particular project. Others have. Uh, but, you know, when I debriefed Councilman Shabazz, when he was trying to push this before, he thought it was a fish, a fish place. He goes, what are you talking about, Tristan's Bean? I'm like, yeah, you didn't even do your homework and, and you're pushing this? Well, that's what I'm saying. Somebody put him up to it, and I believe it's Marty because Kaleem does what Marty says. I like Kaleem, but I'm just being honest about that. Marty wants it because Kaleem put it up. Marshall votes with Marty 100% of the time. She co-sponsored it. Uh, if he doesn't know, that's, that's this um, two-year late add-on where they say they're going to have shrimp and Atlantic City residents are going to be eating shrimp for life and, and all this stuff. And I forget what else uh, Fred Grenice said. There's some other supposed restaurant byproduct to this. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, it's not like they want to put a beautiful boutique restaurant in Venice Park by the water, a seafood restaurant. Oh, we, that's right. We had one, Dredgy. Um, so, but he keeps doing the opposite of what he should do. Like Dredgy Wood should have been kept open. He closed it. This should not be pursued. And George, I don't believe, I, I, I appreciate your kindness because um, I think he's been pretty rotten to you and you've been very professional in return, which is to your credit because you realize you serve the public and that's what makes you different and special uh, than some of the others. But they're not putting this up because it's going to go to Marty Small and he's going to veto it. Uh, maybe now that he sees this thing is just completely blown up in the public square, he'll throw his people under the bus. And, oh, no, I'm not in favor of this. So if it comes to my desk, I will veto this. Hey, listen, all I wanted to do is go down the tubes. I don't care what the storyline is behind it. But yeah. but there's this is not this is not Kaleem Shabazz uh, coming up with this. This is coming elsewhere. No, this no, no, no. This is this is a complete Reverend Day's project. He's been told in private. He's been told like a gentleman. He's been told and treated with the utmost respect that this project does not work, and the harm that it does to the residents it, it, uh, affected by this. Not just Atlantic City. We're only. I mean, Atlantic City is only forty-eight blocks. So this is just one neighborhood. It's all neighborhoods. Atlantic County does not listen to me does not produce, the entire county does not produce enough trash to fuel this thing. You will have to bring trash in from all over the place. Now, know what I, I've been doing a lot of homework on this, Harry, and what I find interesting is, is this Rick Doby from the ACUA had a lot to say and all kinds of screaming when the, the, the project to Pleasantville to take construction debris out of the county he had a whole lot to say but now i i'm not hearing nothing i'm hearing crickets from him when it comes to taking all the potentially taking all the county trash to this trash system which i find out there was a meeting the other night which uh, you know i can't say it's together but i find it highly funny that there's a meeting that he retires and then they try and at the same meeting put him on as a consultant like something isn't adding up here, but usually, Harry, it's always about greed. So, it's always about greed here, and there's something going on here that people are working together because you don't scream like a lunatic when you want to take construction debris out of the county, but then you're going to take a project. You're not hearing a word about this right now, and that's what I find highly uh suspect let me put something in also from the county level i like rick 
uh, George, and he's a really talented guy. So if they kept him on for a period of time when they're doing transition, you wouldn't hear uh, criticism from me about that. He he is really good. But I know what you're saying, though, um, about that particular issue because they were outspoken about it. But you um, you just touched on something that I was going to next by mentioning the county. When we did this yesterday, uh, Kirk Conover wrote in to me that the county of Atlantic – and the Atlanta County Utilities Authority proposed a trash to steam plant in the late 1980s. The federal government vetoed the idea because it was too close to the Forsyth Federal Wildlife Reserve for an emission stack. But it's okay to put this in a residential community? It's so disgraceful. George, quick comment because I need the last minute to make an announcement that I knew was going to happen. Uh, and I want you to be here when I make it. In fact, I, I, I don't have time to give you the comment because I want you to briefly respond to this. I knew that this was going to happen because this is how the small people, and I mean this literally, small s, but their capital S is the spelling of their name, these small people. Now, uh, Derek just wrote me. Now, understand, I've known Derek Kaysen for over 40 years. He's a good man. We've done the interview with the broadcasting students for years now. I've gone into the classroom and spoken to the class. Uh, he just wrote me during this interview, George, which I kind of knew this was going to happen. But I've got to still tell the truth and report to the people. I can't fake like this isn't happening tonight. Uh, and I wanted these council members to be on notice that the public knows what they're about to do here if they go and they vote for this. Uh, Derek has canceled the visit with the students uh, because this is the way your mayor behaves. He is truly trash. He is garbage. And I was expecting this. So he penalizes the students who would have had the opportunity to appear on the number one station in South Jersey in News Talk. This is how he operates, Councilman Tibbet. With that, we're at the finish line. Hang in there for a minute. I want to talk to you off air for a moment. Atlantic City, WENJHD3, Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is Hurley in the Morning. It is six minutes past the hour, so we've been announcing this morning a number of times because I like to... Uh, to share with you what's coming next so you can plan. If it's something that's of interest to you, you know that it will be happening. So we've been promoting throughout the morning, and I really don't even remember if I made four or five different mentions about it. Uh, and Derek himself, uh, the teacher, the broadcasting uh, class teacher, and he does a really great job. I've been in that class. I'll tell you, it's one of the best classes at Atlantic City High School. It is terrific. And Derek does a great job. Uh and this is just a byproduct of there's just it, it's you have to understand I'm very equipped to handle this kind of thing because I, I'm I'm always playing three dimensional chess. I mean, I know the ghouls and the goblins that are out there and the, the mischief that they that they try to um, enact. And 
I would have guaranteed, I didn't want to say it in advance because it would just have been a terrible thing to say. You got to let some things happen. But I was not expecting this interview that we've done every single year for a number of years to take place, even though it was advertised on social media. I have screen captures of it all. I saved it all because I knew this was the moment that I would be talking to you about an incident that uh, is regrettable because I was looking forward to the interview. Not so much, honestly, for me too, but it's great for the students. They're on a high school radio station. They're doing a great job running it. Uh, it's licensed to the city of Atlantic City, owned by the Atlantic City Board of Education. Now, we didn't talk anything. Uh, all I do is say great things you know, about the students and the teachers. I just can't help it that the superintendent is terrible uh, and that, that her husband, Mayor, is as bad or even worse. I, I don't, I, I can't, I have to flip a coin, the Super Bowl 57 coin to decide, uh, you know, heads, uh, Marty's worse or tails, the other one's worse. They're terrible. And it's true. I mean, you know, truth is an affirmative defense. It's terrible what's going on right now. And it's as bad, and I believe it's worse than I have ever covered in 31 years. But here's what I know, though, and this is, this is the saving grace. This is what I'm equipped to be able to do. You know what people like this are capable of doing because they never disappoint, whether it's shutting down Dredgy Wood or retaliating against that, that young child that was abused. And there's just so many different um, things that, that are as low as it gets. But if you know the people that you're dealing with, you know exactly what they're going to do. I, I was positive that I would be announcing to you that this interview with the students would not be taking place because this is how they operate. They're very small people, very small. So Derek, and I know he felt terrible, wrote, we can't do it. We can't do it. Minutes before we're supposed to do it. Uh, an hour or more after conversations about how much we're looking forward to it and you know uh confirming that i would be connecting with their radio station because i wanted to just make it easy that i would connect with them and so on and we've been doing it you know for a number of years so they retaliate against their own students who had done show prep for the interview that were going to be able to be on the number one news talk radio station in south jersey this is how these small people behave they are the worst example of people that should not be given any level of power in, in the public arena. They're the worst. But what I do know is, and I've seen it now, and we've called it in real time for 31 consecutive years, uh, I've outlasted them all. And this group will be gone too. You, you don't necessarily hear what I hear whether it's city employees, board of education employees, people, residents themselves, people are so over what's going on right now. And it's only a matter of time. Listen, if Mike Suleiman didn't give Marty Small the line when the Atlantic City Democratic Party doesn't want Marty Small to be the mayor of Atlantic City. Mike Suleiman gave him the line anyhow, or he wouldn't even be the mayor. So this will go on for a period of time. People will have enough and it will end. What you have to do is you have to have the stomach 
and you have to have, and I think that's part of my uh, training as a long-distance runner, you've just got to have the stamina to be able to understand that it's going to be psycho-crazy for a period of time until it's not. And, and, and it will, it will like a Roman candle, 10 puffs of color, and then, oh, my gosh, I smell sulfur now. It'll be, it'll be over. It'll just burn out because you can only do this for a certain period of time before enough people have enough that you get sent packing. It's just the way that it's going to be, I, I can assure you. I can't, um, you know... I mean, Marty is on such a losing streak, he even skunked us with the Eagles. This guy had to talk all this smack in the media and, and, and put the horns on them as well. He's just, he's just wrong way every day, every day, thinking about the next thing he can do for himself. What I'm going to be very, very interested in is, and I, I can't attend the meeting because I have a conflict, and I've had the conflict long before this meeting uh, with this agenda item was even scheduled. You know, this is this is a typical way they do things. This thing comes out, you know, just a couple of days ago, and it's on the agenda tonight. You know, you, you, you would think that you do your homework, get your community to buy in. Hey, you know, I know the word trash. You know, we got to overcome that, you know, trash to steam. Because we, we know two years ago you didn't want this in your community, but we want to tell you why. You know, this is a really good idea, but it's not. And we've spoken to um, very smart people. Hundreds of trucks every day, trash smell, rats, all of it. It's, it's, it's a typical Marty Small production. He thinks it's great in your neighborhood, but he's not putting it in his but that's okay for you, though. You don't want it, but, you know, that's okay, though. Don't, don't you worry about it, is their, is their attitude. You know, somebody wrote in, and I, I can't even define exactly what they mean, that this is trash for cash. It's not trash to steam. Uh, th- there is an expression, follow the money, and if you do, that usually does tell the story. It almost always tells the story. In fact, in part of the interview with Fred Grenice, the vice president of the Venice Park Civic Association yesterday, uh, he explained how Reverend Days two years ago came to them and said, hey, there's $50 million and, you know, this is going to be really great and all these things. And they didn't care. I mean, they knew it wasn't going to be good. You know, you, you just have to appreciate people that try to push stuff onto other people. You have to appreciate that there are people that are smart. And they, w- they will know on its face something that you tell them is good for them. They will be able to process immediately. They didn't need elaborate studies or any type of impact, this or that. They knew hundreds of trash trucks barreling every day through their beautiful neighborhood. And I'm telling you, if you've never been uh, to the Venice Park area, it is spectacular. It is a it, it it should be and maybe it is, but it should be if it's not an award winning neighborhood. I'm telling you, this is um, a neighborhood that is mixed race, uh, wonderful people. 
that love their homes and love their community and really do a nice job keeping up their homes beautifully. Uh, and it's fantastic. And just ask, ask yourself this question. I know what my answer would be. If somebody said, hey, we're going to put a trash to steam plant on your block. You know me by now. I would fight that. I'd fight that to the death. No, you're not putting that in our neighborhood. You're not trashing our neighborhood with your trash. No, sorry. Nope, that's not happening. And they knew. They knew. They, they were immediately opposed to it, overwhelmingly opposed to it. And it's very rare, unanimously opposed to it. That usually backs off politicians who will write it off to, hey, you know, we thought it was a good idea, but we're going to listen to you. This is, you know, obviously something you don't want in your neighborhood and we wouldn't we wouldn't do that to you. No, no, that's on the agenda tonight. And I'm telling you, I don't know. I always tell you when I know, I don't know which way this one's going to go. I think it's going to be 5-4. If it wins, I don't think it wins any better than 5-4. And if it loses, then Marty Small lost somebody over the past two days because they did not put this on the agenda without knowing that they had five votes. So perhaps it gets taken down or they vote and it passes 5-4. They vote and it fails 5-4-6-3 or maybe even better. If everybody just says, hey, this is you know too soon to vote. I mean, I'm telling you, they they rush this thing to where they want to give somebody what's called an MOU, a memorandum of understanding. They want to give them in order to get this thing started. They've got the company all picked. You're paying for all of this and you don't want it. And they didn't give you proper notice. The, me- the meeting is legal. Uh, the meeting was noticed. The item is on the agenda. It, it, it is by the book legal, but it's improper. It, it's extremely unprofessional and, and certainly impolite. But we're very, very fortunate. In days gone by, they would have just gotten away with this. But now there is the ability. We could broadcast an hour on this topic with a member, a vice president of the Civic Association, which was very impactful. And a lot of people told me throughout the day that they wanted to listen to the um, to the broadcast on the podcast. And then, of course, we had the companion piece in real time at 6 o'clock, right before 6 o'clock, actually. We filed that. It was probably about quarter of 6. So the, the word got out that they want to jam through a typical Marty Small you know, snow job here uh, when when they think you're not looking. They wanted to jam this thing through, award the MOU, uh, and, and get it going. It's going to be very interesting to see if five Marty Small bots have the guts to vote for something that they know that everybody is against it. Elected officials... Don't usually do that. You know, you take the temperature of the audience. If an entire neighborhood doesn't want something, elected officials don't usually do that. And talk about falling on your Marty Small political sword. A guy like Morshed and a guy like um, Kaleem Shabazz and, and Marshall, they could lose their seats. 
easily voting for something like this. And if they vote for it, you will see what's more important to them. And that's the, that is the prevailing atmosphere. And I hear this from a lot of people. People have never, and I, I, you know I, I talk to a lot of people over the past more than three decades. And a, a lot of people have told me that they've never seen this level of intimidation. It's, it's like gangsters are running the town. People feel very threatened. So they comment, I mean, and sometimes out of breath, this can never, I, that I'm telling you, this can never get out that it's me. I mean, afraid. Even though they know that I have a spotless record of more than three decades of never burning a source, ever. It's never happened and never will. So the things you hear because you are the go-to source are just amazing what you hear. So we will report tonight whether the item has been pulled. Maybe that even happens during the day and we can report it before the meeting or if it's pulled by one of the sponsors uh, at the meeting or right before the meeting or it's tabled or they vote and they vote to pass it or they vote vote it down. We're going to give you the news as soon as it happens in real time on the app and on our website. Your calls are next when we come back. Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy, right after the bottom of the hour break. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. I thank you. Welcome back. 26 minutes past the hour. Hurley in the morning on the job. We have four minutes. Let's make it count because I've got to get the bottom of the hour break in and then for the arrival of Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy. And I still, I, I'm going to text Frank Neal just to make sure that he's on. And if for some reason he's with a client, then we'll have more bonus open forum, which either way we win. It's early in the morning. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, Harry. It's a great day in Brigantine. Uh, would you say that this area of Atlantic City tends to be more affluent? Would you say that? This particular area? Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to say that I wouldn't disagree with that comment. I hadn't thought about that. I, mean, I can tell you, for example, I know a person that owns two homes, and a commercial building in Venice Park. Uh, In order to be able to do that, uh, you can't be poor. I know another person that completely renovated an amazing home on the water in Venice Park. Uh, Again, a person with means. So I'm I'm not going to belabor the point. I'm just going to say yes. Uh, I don't think most people would say that necessarily that it's an affluent neighborhood, but yeah, I mean, just the economics of what people have done with their properties. You know, there are people that are very hardworking, that saved all their lives and have invested and reinvested in their homes. It's a beautiful neighborhood, Andy. Well, I heard a statistic last week, and I want to say that 36% of people in Atlantic City are in poverty. So if you juxtapose this this other area you're talking about, Venice uh, Park, uh, I, I mean, you would have to say in, in, in Atlantic City, they are the 1%, right? Uh, they, I, I would think that's probably accurate. Maybe not in all cases, because if you've had a place for like 50 years, 
and you happen to now be on the water with the you know inflation and the the valuations going way up it's something that they might not be able to buy today that they were able to buy in a, in a simpler you know different generation different time so it's it's not totally transferable what you're saying but you know th- 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 there's there's a lot to what you're saying though well i remember when bill de blasio put a homeless shelter next to carnegie hall right and his idea was to shove it in the face of the the rich white guy you know the the the, the evil one percent yeah that, yeah, that was comrade communist de blasio yeah so what is it beyond the realm of possibilities especially knowing marty small as we do that he would want to put this right in that neighborhood let's remember I would say that Brigantine is probably tends to be mostly white, uh, affluent. Um, we're we're going to be the beneficiaries of the breezes that are coming from this 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 place. Yeah, you're going to love the smell of napalm in the morning. There's no no doubt about it. Yeah, Harry, remember. Imagine if imagine if Marty Small were white and Republican, putting this in a black neighborhood. Imagine, imagine if that train derailment and burning those chemicals, imagine if that had happened in New Orleans during the Trump administration. What would they be saying about Donald Trump and his transportation secretary? Oh, they'd be burned in effigy. And, and the fact of the matter is this administration, their response has been woefully inadequate. I mean, scary. So this this Pete Buttigieg, who they keep in the Democrat media touting he leads the Democratic nomination in in New Hampshire, that they want to make this guy the next president when he couldn't fill a pothole in South Bend, Indiana. That's why they call him Pothole Pete. He is a joke and he has failed in every single transportation challenge that we have had. Airlines, trains. You name it. I mean, the guy is a disaster. Acid spill in Arizona, toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, and I know you have a new name for it. Uh, animals and fish dying. Uh, oh, my God. Republican administration, you couldn't do enough. The criticism would be would be unstoppable. It would be it would be just market saturation level about incompetence and not caring about people oh, it would be terrible but they get away with it not to mention the balloons and the objects that they're shooting out of the sky and not telling us what it is or the four russian uh, fighter planes just off of alaska i andy if it, if i didn't have to go to the break i could keep going on and on and on to be continued don purdy is next this is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 31 minutes past the hour. Harry Hurley, three stories you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Former Golden Nugget Atlantic City Casino owner Steve Wynn and the article that we wrote about his Ventnor Mansion has gone supernova viral the past two days. Please read it if you haven't. It's a good story. Well, it's a bad story, actually. Atlantic City Council meeting tonight at 5 p.m. Will they do this? First vote for a steam plant in Venice Park. Well, we'll know, and I'll report tonight. 
From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Although today starts a little bit unsettled, damp, and dreary, it'll probably be South Jersey's first or second warmest day of 2023 so far. I'll give you a high of 63 degrees this afternoon. That rain shower chance only this morning. Clearing skies breezy and warm this afternoon. Partly cloudy and not cold tonight, low 49. 62 tomorrow, cloudy skies with scattered rain during the day. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. The number of people early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you and welcome back. 36 minutes past the hour. He is the former longtime mayor of Galloway Township and he has gotten out of the starting blocks. I mean, like Carl Lewis, maybe Usain Bolt uh, with victories, piling up victories after victories. The Atlanta County Republican Party chairman, Don Purdy, joins us. Chairman, you're doing so much winning. I hear Trump saying in my headset right now, you know, you're going to get so sick of winning. Uh, you're winning even when there's not elections. I mean, there are there are two different governments uh, that have recently turned Republican without an election. People switching. There is something going on, chairman. I'm not being partisan. There is something going on, isn't there? Well, Harry, that that's absolutely true. And, you know, I really appreciate your comments. But believe me, Carl Lewis, don't put him down like that because my body ain't running like Carl Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, I really appreciate you keeping your appointment today because I didn't want there to be a contagion of, of bosses ordering people not to appear. That's uh, – that's not that's not healthy. Uh, so uh, I'm teasing, but you know what I'm talking that's about. Sad, Harry. And, and you know, here we go. And we could be on the air for days talking about that one. I mean, they hurt children. This is they're they're so bad, Chairman. They hurt children. What's wrong with these people? They don't. It's another world, Harry. It is it's another world. But I, I I'm going to say um, real quick that you know I I want to. The, the, the stories that you had earlier about what's happened in Atlantic City with this future project that they're looking at, you know, one of the things that is the most amazing thing in the world is trying to bring Atlantic City up and lift it up. The mayor has talked continuously about bringing more business in and doing this and doing that. Um, that is the last place I would put that particular business that they're looking to put in there. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to bring people in, hopefully in the near future, something will happen with the airport and, and so forth. And, um, you know, I just, I, I, the mayor really needs to sit back and, and, and look and the, and the, the council in Atlantic city of what they're trying to bring in for any type of revenue or what have you, because they're going to do some kind of pilot to bring that in and put that in the backyard of, you know, one of the leading casinos, um, uh, but even on the East Coast, but in the United States, the Bergata. I mean, it's, we, they really got to think this. It time. is true. You know, every time you think of another impact, it, it is much more than just the Venice Park area. That alone should kill it. And two years ago, they tried this. I don't understand. I have nothing against him. And I've known of him, you know, for my basically my entire life. Uh, I have nothing against Reverend Days, but I don't know why a man of the cloth is pitching developmental projects in Atlantic City, doesn't live in Atlantic City. Uh, it seems really completely just, you know, hard to explain. Uh, but two years ago, they told Reverend Days, and Reverend Days said, hey, there's $50 million. You know, this is really good. And they said, no, it's not really good, and we don't want it. And it, it, it withered on the vine, and it died. And now with no discussion, 
and and chairman even lies they they tried to lie to the council members who are going to be voting tonight that the venice park civic association and the venice park homeowners are in favor of this project and chairman purdy when i tell you that is such a lie they are i mean in outer space in objection over the moon in objection to uh, to this project. They have to lie to try to pass this thing, and they snuck it on there late, barely with enough time for it even to be legal, and they wanted to just jam it through. Uh, bad way to do business. And again, you know, you know, I'm, one more second on this topic, and then we'll move on to yeah. politics. But they, when you're elected in office to be a leadership, you have to lead. You can't go by a room full of people that are cheering you on. You got to look at the body of the people that elect you. Which Atlantic City is, you know, they have tens of thousands of people. It's not just you know thirty people that are wanting it. It has to be what's good for it, and to take a a a, a, a structure and and what it's producing to put it right there. Um, you know, it, it defeats the purpose of Atlantic City and their their goal of bringing people in um, for family and also, you know, the, the, the future that they have between the the um, Harris and uh, the the Brigada, that whole stretch that we're looking to do development. You can't put something like that there. But that's that's here for another day. But, but as you know, as you know, the even the Democratic committee in Atlantic City didn't want Marty Small. Only Mike Suleiman putting him in the – and you have that same power – putting him in column A, regular Democrat. Column A, regular Democrat, won the seat, not Marty Small. He's never won an election like that. He loses uh, if if he's not in that column. That column won the seat, and that column is is running the city very, very poorly. So we're two days – shifting gears – we're two days – uh, and I know the feeling. I know what it feels like to be two days away from a big dinner at Resorts Casino Hotel in the Ocean Ballroom uh, when there's a lot. Of, and I know Nick, Nick La Rotonda has been huge uh, with you on this, Chairman. Uh, but two days and counting, how do you feel? You know, I feel really uh, overwhelmed that, you know, I, and I got to give the credit to Nick La Rotonda. Um, he took this on. He did this, Harry, and in um, a month and a half, uh, Eva at, at, over at Resorts has been awesome to yep. deal with. Right. Um, I know Antonio, they're just good people. They're helping us a lot. And um, it was a, a huge success. And, you know, we had to close it out at some time, Harry, because, you know, you know better than anybody. you got to give them a head count. you got to do this. you got to do that. Yep. And we just kept having to fall back and change it and change it. Eva's like, no problem, no problem. But we finally, you know, we got 200 people over going in there. And I'm like, we got we to gotta, we gotta stop because the fact being is, you know, next year's another year. And we'll have more events and stuff like that. But, um, you know, Nicola Rotunda, he's got a baby coming. He's building a house. Uh, he, he's got two jobs. He works. The kid is just incredible. Um, you know, we got Jeff Andrews going to come and pump up the pump up the uh, crowd. You know, with especially the new leadership that he has in D.C. Because of the fact, I mean, where in South Jersey we had a leader that's down there on the floor acting as the speaker. It's it's incredible that this. The lineup, John Runyon, you know, two-time congressman, you know, Eagles, Eagles player, you know, works for the NFL, his sons uh, in the NFL. It's just to recognize Vince Palestina for the achievements that he's done so far for being a leader in in Atlantic County and, and in the state. Um, you know, sometimes he makes the uh, 
decisions that might not favorable our party, but it needs to be done for our area. And he does it. He does it. He's he's a good friend. He's been a friend of mine for uh, my whole life. You know, I, I always tell people, I got a picture of me and Vince when he was six years old and I was five years old at my brother's birthday party in Seeking when it was a burger chef. Oh. So that's how far back we go. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, Republicans and Republicans, we've got a bench. Um, we've got good people that are in office for the right reasons. And, you know, if you look at District 8, what's happening up there, you know, that, that was a hard run. The Democrats spent a ton of money on that last time. The Republicans pulled it way through. And, you know, I think they're, they're going to be very successful again this year. Uh, four, we've got a great candidate out of Atlanta County. Uh, the other two counties, they're working towards it. Um, and, and it's, you know, I had a meeting with them the other day, and they're like, you guys have a great organization in Atlanta County. You've got an operating machine. You've got a bench. You know, and, you know, just don't think as you have it that everybody else does. So I think that's a good thing to tell to our uh, our leaders in our community that don't realize how good that we have it. Because, you know, out of the 23 municipalities, you know, 20 plus one is, is Republican controlled. Um, and we're outnumbered with Democrats. And it's because after you get elected, you're the senator or the assemblyman or the mayor or councilman um, for everybody. No matter if they're a Democrat, Republican, that's the way you need to uh, govern. And that's the way we try to tell our people, you know, once you're in there, you're there to represent everybody. Don't look at them and think, well, they didn't vote for me. I, I'm not going to listen to them because that's what brings you into that model of politician. You need to be a, a personable person that, that supports the people that put you in office. I love that. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back in the chairman. Don Purdy of the Atlanta County Republican Party will be with us until the top of the hour. It is the Hurley in the Morning program. Mark Levin. But I'm sick and tired of America being treated like it's not the land of opportunity. Oh, woe is me. They're holding me back. Everybody with a chip on their shoulder. Nobody's holding you back. Maybe you're just a damn loser. Mark Levin, weeknights at 6 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, let's make it count. 52 minutes past the hour. Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy on the Hurley in the Morning program. Chairman, we've been saying this. 2023 is obviously a huge election year uh, because many of the people that were serving two-year terms, if you're Senator Palestina, uh, Assembly members uh, Guardian and Swift, they're now running again. It seems like it's in five minutes, and this is for a four-year term for the Senate. Uh, and the next one would be four years, and then again the two-year term. So this is a very critical election for that reason to keep to keep the gains that have been made. And then, of course, with the strength of Palestina at the top of the ticket. For those listening, the election season and the offices that are on the ballot. Sometimes the state Senate seat is at the top. Sometimes there's a federal. Uh, race or something above it, uh, governor's race or whatever the case might be, this is the top of the ticket, Vince Palestina. You start to build it from there, Palestina, Guardian, Swift, he hasn't announced, um, but everybody is that, that, that wants good government that I know is pulling for Danny Levinson to, to, um, to be running for re-election. Then and we, we know that every time he runs – it has been a very strong year for Republicans. So you as chairman, and I know you don't take anything for granted, but I'll put it in the form of a question. How do you feel about the strength of the Republican ticket 
in the upcoming election? Well, Harry, um, and I, I'll probably use the words from uh, Dennis Levinson, North County Executive. This is probably one of the strongest tickets that he's ever run on. Um, uh, you know, uh, Denny obviously is a proven um, winner um, over and over and over. Uh, Vince Palestina, Don and Claire, they are doing uh, such a tremendous job. Um, and it's just not our people in Atlanta County that are talking about it. They're talking about it, you know, through other uh, other counties, uh, as well as a, a lot of friends that I do, because I do have Democratic friends, believe it or not. Um, you know, I treat them as well as I, I treat everybody, and they treat me uh, like, like friends. So it, it's not just because I'm a Republican chairman doesn't mean I don't have a lot of Democratic friends, because I do. Um, and they're very happy uh, with the legislative team that we have in place. So, um, you know, it's a huge race. Um, of course, I know our friends are going to dump a lot of money into this area. We'll be outspent again, probably three or four to one, maybe five to one. Um, but we have great candidates. Um, By the way, I, though, do you think that, that maybe that that is not true? I would I would treat it that way. So you're prepared and you're ready. I don't hear a single Democrat name. And I always hear candidate names, even though the Democrats largely sort of pick their candidate. There's not usually competition. They have a hard time sometimes fielding all the the, the slots. But I'm not I don't know about you, chairman, because I know your hearing is perfect. 2020 and mine's pretty good. I don't hear any Democrat names for Senate or the two assembly seats. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. And, and the reason is because, um, you know, I've run for office. Um, I ran several times. I've won several times. I lost. Uh, and it, it, it hurts to lose. You're putting a lot of time into it. You're taking away from your family and so forth. And listen, there's nothing in nature that somebody likes to lose. And you're, you're putting somebody up to lose. And the, the people that they would have to put up for them positions would be obviously smart enough to know that the, the, the odds are against them. And it hurts. You know, why would I want to put my name up on a ballot that I have a very good shot of losing? And it hurts. So I, I think that people look at it, you know, they're, they're in the minority in a lot of places, so they can't promise them anything. You know, I'm sure the Democrats, I'm sure Michael Suleiman will have somebody on the, on the, on the lines. Don't kid ourselves on that. He will have a ticket. But they have to really work hard and scratch and ask people to run as opposed to just the difference in terms of the two parties right now. I'm not being a wise guy, but you have more people than you have vacancies. They got to scratch, claw, beg, and and really go hard to find people to fill the seats. I think there's a big difference when you say it that way. I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you there. Um, I see it. I, I hear it. I mean, as you said before, I hear the stuff on the ground, too, as well over there. Just the way Mike Zulman hears what's going on in the Republican Party. Uh, it's no secret. It's not no espionage. It's not spy. It's just it's nature. People like to gossip about politics. It's one of the fascinating things about it. It's very interesting to be in. So, um, again, you know, to put your name up there, to know that, you know, nothing's guaranteed in this world. And my guys have to work their tails off because they're not guaranteed either. Anything can happen in an election cycle. Something could happen on the national level that really tanks the party. They have to be on their game. They have to work very hard. They have to show up and do things. But, you know, the way it's trending now, you know, it's it's their election to lose. They're, they're going to win it, leave strongly in it. But as a candidate looking on the Democratic side, it takes a, it takes a big person to go up there. I mean, Tim Alexander, I got to give the guy credit. 
you know, he he obviously had to know in his head that it was going to be horrible for him, but he still did it. And and not only did he do it, he worked really hard. He worked really hard, and he got. I mean, he got he, he, Jeff Van Drew creamed him. There is, you know, Democrat Republican, you know, to try to beat him is incredible because he's one of the hardest, hardest person people that I know that campaign to keep up with him. The only one I could even put in that same close ballpark is Joe Girardi because he's everywhere. Uh, it's true. By the way, thirty seconds, and you know this because you were a fill-in uh, talk radio host yourself. Closing comment. You know what, Harry? I just love to have the opportunity to thank your, your listeners again. And, you know, I, I encourage people that want to run for office, Republican or Democrat, get out there, do do what's right, try to get involved and make your community a better place. And and, and Atlanta County, make it strong. And uh, hopefully our, our guys in Atlantic City are going to have a, a wake-up call and not support this thing that they're trying to put where they're trying to put it tonight. Chairman, looking forward to being with you on Friday. Uh, we'll keep in touch. All the best. All right, great. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome. Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy. When we come back, it's one of two things because we haven't connected yet. It's Frank Neal, All Season Solar, or you in open forum. Keep the faith. It's early in the morning. PGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you so very much and welcome back. It's fourth quarter action with my very good friend Frank Neal, starring in the All Season Solar monthly radio program. All Season Solar is the official and exclusive solar energy provider for the Hurley in the Morning program. Take a listen to Frank Neal this hour and you will find out how in your particular situation, and in fact, or not, and Frank will be able to, um, because he's straight all the way when it comes to, if it's right, you're going to know it. If it's not right, you're going to know it, and you're going to hear it from him. You're going to hear it from him before you maybe even figured it out yourself. You might be saying, hey, I really want to do this, and Frank will tell you, well, it doesn't make sense. And it's rare because in most cases, it makes perfect sense. But in rare cases, it does not make perfect sense, and therefore you would not proceed because Frank and All Season Solar, they are complete, honest brokers, and that's why we've been such great working partners together for all of these years. It's a number of years now. To reach Frank Neal, if you want to buy or lease, most people lease, but you can buy your solar energy system from All Season Solar. The toll-free number to schedule your appointment is 888-832-5050. I'll repeat, 888 888- 832-5050, one last favor, two last favors. Ask for Frank Neal, and he'll call you back, and he always does. And then secondly, please tell them if I've inspired you to call that Harry Hurley or Hurley in the Morning sent you. 888-832-5050. They're on the web at allseasonsolar.net. Well, hello, Frank. Well, hello to you, Harry. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm really good. I, I just love our time together. And, you know, the 15th of the month is the earliest that you and I can convene because by the calendar, it's the earliest that the third Wednesday is possible 
to uh, occur in any given month. And it seems to happen a couple times a year. So it almost feels like we're meeting in the second week of the month. But it is the third Wednesday uh, for those listening. We occasionally move the program around, but really like 90 point high percent of the time. It's third Wednesday in the nine o'clock hour. Frank Neal from All Season Solar. So my short answer to your question is, how am I doing? I'm doing great. Had a wonderful weekend with my entire family. Got to not only see, but got to meet and got to take a wonderful picture. I'll text it to you uh, now and you can see it during our first break with Carrie Underwood, uh, who I've wanted to see her entire career, but my job always got in the way. So that we checked that that goal off our um, list of things we wanted to do. She was sensational. We had a great time with the family, and then I couldn't wait to get back here on Monday. The only thing that didn't go my way right this weekend, because I'm telling you, it's up there with one of the greatest weekends of my lifetime, because I was with all the people I wanted to be with, and we were just doing amazing things for an entire weekend. Frank, the only thing that didn't go right, our beloved Philadelphia Eagles fell just short. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, heart wrenching. Really was. Well, especially when an official decides to decide the game on a ticky tack, basically in the official's handbook, incidental contact didn't affect the play. The player couldn't have caught the ball that wasn't thrown well, it was overthrown, no matter what route he ran, and his route wasn't affected. So it's just a shame when the officials decide to decide the game like that. But. Really, other than if you have, like, your favorite team lose by three points with eight seconds left, it's really one of the games for the ages of the Super Bowl. I mean, coming right down to the wire could have gone either way. Uh, really a terrific game, except, you know, if you, as I do, if you love the Eagles, that's the only thing that makes it terrible. But the game was great. It really was. And, and, and uh, Hertz played his heart out. He did. But you know what? If, if everybody hangs their hat on that that fateful call, by the way, there were more egregious uh, uh, violations of that holding all through the game. And this this guy chose the end of the game, you know, uh, inside the red zone to to make that call, which was just ludicrous. And you hit the nail on the head. You you end the game with the same, like like in a basketball game or a football game. You learn quickly. Is it going to be a very efficient game, over-efficient even, where then you have to react to that? Or are they, quote-unquote, going to let them play? The officials let the players play. If you notice, each team got hit with an offsides penalty where the rest weren't even going to call it. Uh, both times, uh, Mahomes called the one and then the official threw the flag. And then Hertz stood up. The entire offensive line stood up. They just stopped playing. And then they called it that time. They weren't even going to call that stuff. It was a very strange game from an officiating standpoint. And I I am a former official. I don't usually start blah, 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 about crying over the officiating. But I'll tell you what, and I know that we didn't plan this for the show, but let me extend this for just a moment for your take, because I know you're smart about this kind of stuff. I've been promoting for years that the NFL has to change their system. They have to rate the officials. That's important. But what they do, Frank, if it's me and you and Chuck Malamut and Jim Malamut and my twin brother Don, you know, and two of our other friends, if we're an officiating crew all season, but then for the playoffs, 
they pick all-star officiating teams of people who have no chemistry, no camaraderie, don't know how to overturn a call of another official without, you know, hurting that person's feelings or maybe straining your relationship with that person because you're showing them up before the world. Like if that referee would have said, hey, let's pick that flag up, that guy would have looked like a clown. So I'm of the belief if you have a crew that works together all the time, you have more consistency and you don't have some of the I call it splinters that you have working together that don't know and and you don't you don't get into that momentum of a crew that is on the same page. I don't know. I, I think they have to rate crews. And if somebody's bad on your crew and they bring the cum down of the whole crew, well, the crew doesn't move on, but another crew does. I would rather have an officiating crew that is familiar with one another, that calls a game because they've done it the whole season, as opposed to putting complete, basically, even if they know each other by reputation or whatever. I know it as, as a basketball official. There's certain people you work really well with, and there's certain people you don't want to work with. They start calling in your area. They don't call their area correct. Then you get into this craziness of, you know, coaches saying, that's not your area. What are you calling that for? So do you agree or disagree with my comment? I absolutely agree 100% because I've said that for years. I mean, that that theory applies across all sports, soccer, baseball. Now, I was a, base, I was a baseball guy. I coached baseball for many, many years. And it's the same thing. You'll, you'll get an all-star team, and yeah, they're good players, but the shortstop doesn't know the moves of the second baseman if he's going to pull, try to pull a double play. He doesn't know how, how he's going to move to the, to the bag. You know, it, it's, it's, it's all those little things and officiating in a football game uh, because of the, span, the, the size of the field yep. uh, brings in all kinds of issues. And I agree with you 100%. I've been saying that for years. I think a, I think a crew that works together all the time would have found a way to get that call correct, even if it meant picking up a flag. And just the, the ref having, and the crowd would go bananas. You know, one team would be happy, one team would feel jobbed, but they would say, you know, that, that, we're, that there's no, no holding on that play. And then, you, then it would have been fourth down. They would have kicked the field goal. The Eagles would have had a minute and 50 seconds. They probably would have come down because prevent defense would have not stopped them from getting either a field goal or, I believe, a touchdown. And I agree with you. You made a comment a few minutes ago, Frank, and then we'll go to, on to, to all-season solar like we should. Jalen Hurts was fantastic. I know that he dropped the one ball. It was inexplicable. It like, almost looked like... Like like an invisible man knocked it out of his hand or something. It just he he just spazzed. He, the ball flipped out of his hand. Then he kicked it. So then they had no chance to recover it. Kicked it right to, dropped it out of nowhere, and then kicked it right to three uh, Kansas City Chiefs defenders, and they they take it in for a touchdown. You know that's the Super Bowl there too. So a lot of things happened. The um, Devontae Smith almost catch. Uh, that would have been a touchdown instead of a field goal at the end of the second quarter. And instead of 24-14, it would have been 28-14. And again, uh, Kansas City wouldn't have had enough time because they scored, on, as you know, on every possession in the fourth quarter, which is very hard to do. They had just enough time to do that and to win by three points. So there are a lot of things that happened. But other than that one fumble, Jalen Hurts was tremendous. How about the two-point conversion where he stuck his right shoulder 
which probably now is re-injured. I think we're going to hear about him possibly needing surgery. And the guy is a warrior. And I want you to know, he made a million dollars this year. That's like paying a, a stud quarterback a penny. He made a million dollars to go 16-2, and two, counting the Super Bowl loss. Uh, he's going to make 45 to $50 million a year next year. But I just wanted to second your emotion, Frank, that Jalen Hurts is a warrior. I love the guy. I bought his jersey. I wore it on the Thursday before the Super Bowl, and I wore it the Monday after. I didn't care that they lost. I mean, I did, but I don't stop loving the team because it didn't go our way. I wore the jersey on purpose. I was going to wear it if they won, and then I said, I'm not going to not wear it because they didn't win. So I have a beautiful Jalen Hurts jersey, official NFLPA jersey, and uh, I like I like um, the prospects of this team being sort of like a Kansas City Chiefs team that could be right around the edges of being in Super Bowls or winning Super Bowls for a number of years to come. When we come back, I promise, really, really promise that we're going to talk about all season solar and what they can do for you because it is um, it is life changing. You you could get to the point where you have little to no electric bill. Uh, and I tell you, I, I just love it. I'm going to do it when we're on the phone with Frank. I'm going to go to my Atlantic City Electric uh, app and I'm going to tell you what my bill is that I owe Atlantic City Electric when we come back. And that could be you. It's not unique to me. It's not like, hey, Harry's got this in with Atlantic City Electric and All Season Solar. What we can do, you can do by calling Frank Neal, 888-832-5050 on the web at All Season Solar. You ask for Frank Neal, and please tell the, the nice folks that you're talking to at All Season Solar that I sent you with Frank Neal. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Listen for the morning edition of the O'Reilly Update with Bill O'Reilly at 1015 this morning. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It's not staged. I've done this several times over the years with Frank Neal. I went to my Atlantic City Electric app. I have a bill that I'm actually going to pay it live on the air. Uh, It's not due until March 1st, but I will pay it on the air. I sent Frank Neal a copy. He may not be able to see it at the moment. Uh, So I don't know, Frank, if you can testify under oath that you see it. But the photo that I sent to you is a screen capture of my Atlantic City Electric page for my bill. And amount due is $9. And it is due on March 1st. I don't know if you can see that picture with what you're doing right now. But I did send it to you. And actually, that's usually three, four, or five dollars. So this month, for some reason, uh, it's it's nine dollars. But how about that, Frank? That that's nothing to shake a stick well, at. A, that to me is egregious because my electric bill has been zero the last four months. I know. Well, you're Frank. So Neal. if I were you, Harry, I wouldn't pay that if I were you. I uh, would call them and say. You're not getting this $9. I should ask them. I should call for an audit, correct? Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, that's the thing. I mean, what we do, uh, I started using this phrase with, uh, with customers. Essentially, 
when you get solar, whether you purchase it or you lease it, you're essentially firing the electric company. You're, you're saying, well, I don't need you anymore. I got my own power plant up here or on the roof or on the ground, wherever the heck it is. And uh, I don't need you anymore, basically. That's what I call mine, Frank. It's the Ponderosa power plant. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. You got your own power plant. And, uh, uh, you know, your, your, your number is fixed. Whatever the lease payment is, it's fixed for uh, 20 years. And uh, I just got off the phone last night with a customer. Uh, actually, he's a guy. He's a guy that uh, he's a listener of yours. Uh, and uh, he years. Oh gosh, it's been five years. I guess he wasn't able to get it because of some some complications with the HOA. The guy was not a solar fan. It was it was messy. But anyway, all that's all that's passed now. And uh, the next next phone call I make is I'm talking to a guy who's got a, a, a proposal from another company for 25 year lease with a 2.9 percent escalator meaning the payment will increase by 2.9% every year, oh, which is absurd. That's, Ours is, that, that's like getting stuck in a variable mortgage. Uh, you get your, your face kicked in with that. And positively, it's exactly oh. what it is. T- tell them, Frank, uh, when you sign your lease, and that's what most of your clients do, you can purchase the system, but when you get told that you can lease your system and that price is fixed every month for you know the entire 20 years, not 25, and then we can get into what happens after that because the equipment is, is likely not to have died on the 20, 20th year and one minute into the 21st year. Uh, so there's, there's an upside to all of that as well, but it never goes up and you don't put out any dollars to all season solar whatsoever they handle all permitting at the local county and state level uh they do it all the installation they take you right through to what i call the glorious day of when your service is connected and and away you go you'll have your new meter because you will get a new meter when you have solar a lot of people are getting new meters. Everybody's getting new meters within Atlantic Sea Electric with the new smart meters. But you would have a different one than that anyhow. You will have one that when you have solar, uh, it's it's completely different. And then you can see, you go to your meter, and when it's going, to the, dot, the dotted lines on the bottom are trending to the left. You are making solar. You are making energy. You're making electricity. And it's very, very cool. Uh, but Frank... Talk about how your lease is fixed. That that is so superior to what you just said about that other example. And there's several. There's several companies out there. And you know, I encourage people that that we talk to to talk to other companies, get two other estimates or whatever you want, just to feel comfortable. I could tell you, you know, uh, this is the greatest deal since uh, canned beer or whatever, uh, but. You don't know that. So we encourage people, go ahead, just make a phone call, compare apples to apples. And invariably, honestly, Harry, it's, this, is, uh, this is not an exaggeration. 100% of the times they call me and say, okay, Frank, let's go. You know, because it's, it's, it's just, it's just the, the leasing company that we use, and, and we rarely talk about this, but this is critically important. I have on my, in my file in my, in my office, I'm going to tell you probably 12 to 14 customers who have family members or friends or neighbors that have got solar from another company, and now they have a problem. The problem now is compounded because 
that leasing company is now out of business. Oh, they're no longer around, and now they're flapping in the wind, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and of course they're asking me if I can help, and uh, you know, I mean, logically, I, you can't put Ford parts on a on a on a Chevy, you know. No. So it, it, it it's a shame. It really is a shame that some of these people, I mean, this one lady, honestly, she calls me at least once a month. And the last time I talked to her, she was damn near in tears. Oh. You know, it was her, her daughter and her daughter's husband lost his job. I mean, it was just one of those tear jerkers. Uh, but it's a shame. So the, the point I'm making is our leasing company is NJR, Nancy Joseph Robert. Okay. Uh and what that is, is it's a wholly owned subsidiary of New Jersey Natural Gas, which is the gas company for most of, if not all, of North Jersey. So my point is, it's a utility. They're not going to go away. They're the biggest They're the biggest investor in solar in the country. So it's, it's a huge operation. And the point, too, is their pricing. Their pricing is built on just building a portfolio. They're not out to, to to build that portfolio portfolio of customers and then sell it off to another company and walk away with you know whatever they're going to walk away with. They're in it for the long haul, uh, so it's incredibly important to take a look, take a hard look at your at the leasing company that the solar provider is is pr- proposing to you because that is that's 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 critical. Yeah, if they go out of business. Oh well. Yeah, yeah, you're you're left holding the bag, and then somebody else is contacting you that you never did business with, and who knows, maybe wanting to change terms, uh, calling, you know, who knows what could happen. I want to use the term in banking, calling the note. Uh, here's something else that's very important. How, I think it's extremely important, Frank, before you enter into – like I obviously urge everyone to turn to Frank Neal and All Season Solar. Then I know you're going to be provided – for and taking good care of and the installation is going to be professional and perfect and all of that and they're going to be with you every step of the way but before you do business with anyone isn't it a good idea to also see the quality of their installations if you go down you know some street where they you see solar panels and you see wires and stuff running down the side of the house or just something that just absolutely doesn't look professional there i i believe that there are many times you can avoid making a mistake by doing a little bit of due diligence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, it's very important. And by the way, just to take my analogy of, uh, and the, our leasing company never going to go out of business. If all season solar should go belly up or if, if we, you know, should sell the company. Oh, well, it doesn't matter because at that point, the leasing company owns the system, Right. So at that point, all season solar becomes the maintenance company. So if we go belly up or we sell, uh, it's just incumbent upon NJR to replace us with another maintenance company, another installer. You know, so it, it's it's a it's a perfect marriage between us and the uh, and the leasing company. So it's really really important. But you know, I, I wanted to mention this too. Last night I was going over some some paperwork and some things on my computer, and I look at around. I went back and checked some things. It just seems that all of a sudden, the past month or so, uh, we're getting uh, uh, more than normal HOA uh, requests. Churches uh, are, are 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 prominent now in our in our in our lead system. Uh, all, all kinds.
kinds of nonprofits, uh, condos, uh, condo associations. Now, with a condo association, we don't we don't mess, we don't do solar for the the individual owners, but we do it for the common area, which saves the individual owners a lot of money at it's the true. end of the day. But yeah. just just an inordinate. It seems like an inordinate uh, amount of that sort of uh, uh, business is coming our way, and it's it's kind of interesting because. Do you th- Frank, do you think that when you decide, like, hey, what's the reason for this? Do you think possibly, you know, we, we're in a very high inflation time. A lot of people are hurting and need to save money. And that people that didn't look at maybe at this before are giving it a fresh look now. I think possibly the economy uh, is is just giving people the impetus to want to save money everywhere that they can. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's it, really. And, you know, even the associations, when I sit with them, uh, I'll meet with the, the board first or the, the, the point person first, and then, you know, meet with the board and then the, then the, the owners or the association. And invariably, it, I kind of get the feeling that the, the, uh, uh, the fact that they started moving forward was really from members of the board that said, hey, let's just take a look at this because look at this bill. You know, it, it's gone up. It's And it's going to go up more as we go through this. We've talked about this, you know, every 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 time we talk. But it's just going to go up. Uh, and this is, a, this is a preventative action where you can literally, day one, to quote Harry Hurley, day one, you throw the switch, you're saving money because you've just fired the electric company. So I don't need you anymore. I got my own power plant here. So uh, it's, it's, it's working out for everybody. We're just so grateful. Uh, the company, everybody in the company, we're so grateful uh, to be in this business now because, uh, you know, when I joined the company 10 years ago, uh, I had come from the commercial solar side of the industry. Uh, and it's a whole completely different animal because uh, we were talking about megawatts, and, you know, things like that. Uh, but uh, it, it has evolved into it, into such a, a, a wonderful business, a wonderful uh, industry, because you sit and talk to people, you save them money, you see the smile on their face when they finally get it, and they'll say, well, now, okay, this is going to cost me X amount of money. What, how much is my electric bill? And I'll say, well, uh, I'll show them mine. Uh, and, but I've been a customer, you know, we've been in the house six years now. So, uh, I show them my bill and they, and their eyebrows go, wait a minute, you're not paying anything for electricity. <laughs> uh, and I said, no, normally it's $4 and 85 cents. Yes. And they said, $4 and 85 cents. It's like, it's like you're dealing, given the, you know, it's like selling a car and giving them the, the car for free, you know? Uh, and invariably, Ari, they say, now tell me, why doesn't everybody do this? Yeah. Hey, do me a favor, because that's not a five-second answer. Let's get the break in. We're at at halftime, believe it or not, because your show always flies by, and I love doing it with you, Frank. Uh, Answer that when we come back, because that's what I say. But I know, because I was one of them. It took me a little while. I don't know why. I had stupid things going in my head. Uh, I created objections that weren't real, but until I overcame them, uh, they carried the day, and then one day I finally – it was like lightning struck me. And I said to Margie, I said, what are we doing? Look at this bill that we don't – we won't have this bill anymore. What are we doing? She said, do it. 
and then the rest is history. It's been almost a decade. I mean, I, I, I can't – I tell this to everybody that I know. Uh, don't hesitate. At least make the call because then you're going to be more informed. And if you're not ready now for – and you, you drive the bus. You know, Frank Neal doesn't decide when you're ready. You decide when and if you're ready. Uh, but knowledge is power. And sitting down with Frank uh, and his really personable uh, – it's not a sales approach. He's not selling it's really relationship building and education. He's like a teacher of solar energy. And then you decide, he'll show you the numbers, and then you decide if it works. And remember, if you like it in year one, you're going to love it in year five, and you're going to marry it in, what do they say? You uh, you marry the house, you don't marry the rate, because uh, you can always you know refinance. It gets better and better and better as it goes along. So, Frank, explain that because you're the expert. I'm, I'm one of those people, though, that took longer than I should to do it. And I have no justification for it. And I feel silly now that I know what I know. But I would, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like the way to look on the house. Oh. So uh, when we come back, I know New Jersey is second in the country in solar energy, only behind California. But yet so untapped in many ways, even though we see more and more solar, so many people should be doing it that aren't. I don't have a good answer. Why isn't everyone doing it? That's that's my question. And I have no answer, but I suspect that you do. It's 39 minutes past the hour with Frank Neal. I am early in the morning. This is South Jersey's number one news talk radio station, WPG Talk Radio. 95.5 in action, live, local, and relevant. With Frank Neal, I'm Harry. Download the WPG Talk Radio app for your iPhone or Droid and take South Jersey's talk station wherever you go. Get free, unlimited South Jersey news right at your fingertips. Listen to and easily call all of your favorite local and national talk shows. Wake up with Harry Hurley using the alarm clock feature and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app for your iPhone or Droid. Download it now at WPGTalkRadio.com. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. We continue with Frank Neal. It's 44 minutes past the hour. Uh, We do have one more break to take, but we'll do a mini segment. We'll get the final break in. Then we'll have a good 10 minutes with Frank to close out the program. But a truly definitive question, and I can't wait for Frank's answer. I don't have one. Phone number to reach Frank Neal to make an appointment is 888-832-5050. You're going to be so happy that you did. I'm telling you. Trust me. 31 years. I don't lie to you. I don't steer you wrong. 888-832-5050 to reach Frank Neal. And you tell that nice person that you're speaking to on the other end that Harry Hurley in the morning sent you. They're on the web at allseasonsolar.net. So to recast the question, Frank, and you brought it up. We teased it just to go to the break and come back to it. What is the reason that everybody isn't doing solar? What's the reason? Is there is there an answer? <coughs> well, you know, I'll tell you what. If if I had ten minutes, I could write them write them down. And there is no universal singular reason why that is i mean it's probably 50 different reasons uh, you know uh i don't like the way they look uh i don't believe it works 
uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want the electric company uh, to to know my business or whatever. It's just some of the crazy- is one of them. Also, it's too good to be true. That, absolutely, that's that's one of them. Now, do me a favor. Let's let's. I know we're not going to do ten minutes worth of objections, but let's go over a couple of them because I was in the camp that I decided it was so stupid, and I admit, I admit when I do stupid things. It's part of, you know, getting improving, getting better. Uh, my name is Harry. I'm improving. Uh, I'm trying to, at least on a daily basis. I had tricked myself into believing that I was not going to like the way that the panels looked because I am an admitted control freak. And I felt like it was just going to change the roof line. It was going to change just the way that our property looked. And we take a lot of pride in our home and we try to keep it nice. Uh, meanwhile, I was also thinking there'll be panels on the front. There'll be panels on the front of the garage. It's going to look all weird, you know, like a jack-o'-lantern, you know, with pieces missing. And then they start up again, and, and then it's more airspace and vents sticking out crooked, you know, and, and just the whole thing looking like some of the installations, frankly, that I do see, Frank Neal, uh, but not mine. Mine looks like 28 beautiful, like one rectangle sheet laid on top of the back roof, which I should have known because it's set for a pool. So, of course, that's the sun area. Uh, so there was never going to be any panels on the front of the house. And, and I tell this on your show only on rare occasion, but it fits, so I'm going to say it. I get people knocking on my door wanting to sell me solar because they don't even know I have solar. So some of these objections are downright silly. And then, then I got to the point where I embraced it in all its glory and reality and I love the way that they look. I actually take people back and show them the array. So what I thought was a knock is really a boost. And then forget about it when you look at what your bill is now compared to what it used to be. Your comment to that or anything else relative to objections about it. Well, that's one of the objections. And it, it bothers me. And you and I talk about this all the time. There's a, a number of uh installations that I drive by regularly and I just look at it and I shake my head. I say, how could anyone want that on their roof? And, and uh, to, to the degree that what we do is we'll come and sit down with the, with the potential customer and I'll show them a picture of their house from Google earth with our, our panels installed on the roof. Uh, and, and, to the point where even after we do the inspection, the guys go back, they do all the analysis because it's a lot of sun readings and all that technical stuff uh, that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, then when, when that, when that, uh, all those papers are, are, are organized, they're going to call the customer again and say, Frank has the final paperwork. And then I'll go and sit with them again and show them the, the actual schematics. They're going to see actually where the cabling is. They're going to see that it's going to run through the walls. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, everything. It's like you said, it's going to be a piece of black glass on your roof. Yeah. That is it. And, and the objections, I think some of them, uh, and you and I talk about this all the time, are from the ugly installations. Yeah. And some of them are downright unsightly uh, is probably a better word to use. Uh, and it's just, it, it bothers me. It really does. And case, case in point, many years, I don't know, eight years ago, and we've talked about this before, the, the family, the, the female doctor and the, the, her husband was a nurse and they had left the house 
when they came back. They had the cabling running down a, down the side of the house, uh. over and around a doorway, uh, and, and, and they're suing suing the company. But had that had they gone back and showed the family, here's what we're going to do, that would have never happened. Oh, they would have said, no, 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 no. Look at our home. We don't want something like that, something unsightly like that. It should be seen and not heard. You should you should not ever be able to see anything like that. And and in our installation, I defy anyone. You can't see any wire. It is 28 panels in a perfect rectangle that takes up almost the entire uh, back roof of our home. There are none on the garage portion, which is a a lower uh, section of the roof. Uh, None on there at all because the size system that we're allowed to have is 28 panels uh, and equal space all the way around. It's perfect. And, And then that's what you want. Frank, let's get the uh, final break in. I know you have much more content, important content, including how folks listening right now can get started. Uh, And it's simple. It really is simple. You start with this. Call the 888-832-5050 number. And I really love it. When Frank's on the show, we we always get a big boost um, in you reaching out because I can only do so much in one minute, Monday through Friday. But that's why I love the long-form interview that we do as marketing and broadcasting partners with Frank and with All Season Solar, Mr. DeMassey, the entire team, call 888-832-5050 and get started. Ask to speak to Frank Neal. You want to make an appointment to meet with Frank Neal. He'll meet with you in person. He'll meet with you virtually if you prefer. And you will be very, very pleased at the high level of the service. And the installation is truly masterclass because they take great pride in in their installations and you will be very pleased, but you have to make the call. 888-832-5050 with Frank Neal. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Greetings, Sebastian Gorka here. For years, I've mentioned how much Relief Factor has helped the pain in my lower back. Gary from Ohio shared his experience too. He writes, I tried Relief Factor due to its botanical ingredients to reduce pain in my shoulder, knee, and lower back. After just a few weeks, the knee pain was completely gone and the shoulder and back pain were reduced juiced quite a bit. I can now exercise much more comfortably and practically pain-free. Thank you, Relief Factor. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more, so it looks like a lot of people are thanking Relief Factor. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start at the reduced price of $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief that's relieffactor.com or call 800, the number for relief. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Relieffactor.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's number one talk station. All because of you, ladies and gentlemen, and we know it, and I say it to you every day, probably ad nauseum. I say it because I want to make sure you hear it once where they say that radio is sticky. But sometimes you have to say something eight times before someone hears it once. Uh, and that's just just because of listening habits. And if I say it and you didn't hear it, I didn't say it to you. Uh, so I say it every day, multiple times. Uh, we are only number one because of you. And we thank you. We can't do it without you. And, and just like with what we do with Frank Neal, 
and all-season solar. It's very, very simple. If you don't pick up the phone and call 888-832-5050, then I don't have the privilege of speaking to Frank. Uh, on air, that is, because we would still be friends. We're going to be friends for life. But um, your support and your faith in the recommendations that I make uh, mean ever- everything to me. 888-832-5050. Frank, I, I think time well spent in about the nine minutes that we have left in your show, that's how quick it's gone. It always does. Would be talk about getting started. It's really, really easy. And, and you know, I, I suppose what I'd like to instill in your listeners is if you're, you know, if you've thought about it in the past or it's crossed your mind or you had a conversation with a neighbor or a friend or that has solar and, you know, you say, okay, I'll get around to it at some point. The decision, the decision is not, yes, I'm going to get solar. That's not the decision. The decision is, let's find out about it. Let's, let's call Frank. I'll come out and sit down with them. We'll go over everything. And I tell customers this, I'm, I'm not there to sell you. <laughs> I'm there to help you to become a customer, yes, but I'm not there to sell you. My, my, my mission, my job, my goal for that meeting is to simply make sure that the homeowner has all their questions answered and they have all the information they need to make the right decision for them. You brought up earlier in the show, uh, it, in some cases, it's not, it's not the best fit. It's so rare, but uh, to your point that you made, and I, I appreciate the way you put it, uh, if, if it's not right for the homeowner, if there's something about it that just doesn't fit uh, the way it should be, I will tell you, because, again, I don't need your business. It's not <laughs> like I'm going to lose my job if I don't sign this, this contract. Seriously. And you know that, Harry. I know. But uh, every time you say that, you don't know. I just, I, if you could see me, it's theater of the mind radio, as you know, as a radio station programmer, GM, and on-air talent yourself. Uh, nobody says that that's in sales that I'm not selling. I love it. And, and uh, every, I talk to people that say, hey, you know, I know what he means, but you never hear somebody say that. But you really do mean it because you're – I said earlier that you're like a teacher. You're an educator. You're, you're teaching someone. You're educating them about what solar energy is. And then you show them that if you use our product and we're going to install it and, and you're going to get to see virtually exactly what it will look like on your home. That's a beautiful thing that you get to actually do that and that they get to see that. Then the the whole issue really takes care of itself, doesn't it, Frank? Because the numbers are what it they really, are. It really does. Yeah. So go ahead, it really take it does. away. Yeah. No, I was just going to say uh, the, the teacher the teacher comment. Really, you're a consultant. We are consultants. Uh, uh, again, if it doesn't fit, if it doesn't work for you, okay. That's you know what we we would have uh, just nobody's wasting anybody's time. You you know you were educated and you found out about it. Uh, but that's the mindset that I'm going to ask your, your listeners, I should say our listeners, uh, that if you're remotely uh, considering solar at any point, give me a call. We'll come, we'll sit down, I'll share it with you, and I'll walk out, I'll leave all the documents with you. Uh, whether we do it in your home or we do it as a Zoom meeting, uh, the Zoom meeting, you'll still have a copy of it, it'll be sent to you electronically, uh, but you'll have all the documents. I can't tell you how many times I leave homes where someone would say, yeah, I talked to two other companies 
you know, already or whatever. And I said, oh, great, that's good. You know, the good deals or whatever. And I don't ask them any details because sometimes they feel uncomfortable. But many times they'll just say, yeah, but you know what? The guy didn't leave me anything. He left me with his business card and, and wrote a bunch of things down on a tablet. And he said he would follow up with me. We don't do that. I'm walking in the door with the proposal already done. All I need from the homeowner prior to the meeting, of course, is to see a copy of their electric bill, first page of the electric bill, because that'll tell me what their usage is, because we live in a 12-month world. We don't just look at the last month or a season and try to figure out what your needs are. We need to see the entire year. And, of course, that bar chart on the first page is exactly what we use to, to analyze your bill. So it, it, it's, it's just such a, a relaxing here it is, take, almost take it or leave it, you know what I mean? Uh, there's no negotiating, here is the price, and typically, uh, I mean, it, right now, everyone in Atlantic City Electric is paying anywhere between 19 and a half and 20 and a half cents per kilowatt hour, everybody. Uh, and uh, I can probably, most probably, come in with all things considered, you know, no tree removal, just a typical roof. I can lock you in at 11. Lock you in at 11 cents, 10 and a half, 11 and a half cents, something like that, typically. Uh, and, and it's locked in for 20 years. Therein lies the, 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 the savings because, of course, our friends at Atlantic City Electric, they're going to increase their rates uh, every year no matter what because they have to. Yeah. But uh, the point is that it's a, it's a relaxing. There's no pressure, you know, uh, no, you know, sign here and. Because I don't know if I can... Right, if you sign right now, before I leave, and I'm leaving in five seconds, you have to sign right now. I, I, you know, we know people that do the hard, the hard pressure. The, you know, th there's none of that with Frank Neal. There's no pressure. It's not low pressure. There's no pressure. Here's another thing, Frank, that I think you can speak to better than, than, than I, way, way better. Somebody that says no today very well may say yes tomorrow or next week or next month or next year or five years from now because they take another look at it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a case study in it. Silly me, I took about two years to do it, and I have no justification for it other than I had created objections. I mean, we were staying in our home, and even if we're not staying in our home, it's still a good thing to do. Uh, so, you know, I, I waited a bit before doing it. So someone that's not ready today may very well be ready in the near or not too distant or even distant future. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I can't tell you how many people I talk to, uh, that are now customers that I had spoken to in 2016 or 2017. And for whatever reason, it wasn't right for them at that moment, uh, at that that moment in time and uh, I'll get the phone call and they'll say, Frank, I'm ready. And I say, okay. And of course I have to open my file to see who the heck they are because <laughs> you don't remember. Oh yeah. So but, uh, no, it ha happens all the time. And, and again, the, the classic because of Harry Hurley's show is okay, Frank, I have this sticky on my refrigerator for the past three years because I listened to Harry Hurley. Come on out and sit down. Let's figure out what this is all about. That happens all the time. Love it. Love it. Frank, final minute. It's yours. Closing comment. Yeah, well, the closing comment is the analysis I did last night uh, for HOAs and churches and the condo associations. Uh, it's it's been it's been a very very uh, eye opening uh, event to see all these pe all these clients this 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 type of client to come out because 
It doesn't cost them anything to get into it. We have a commercial lease, uh, which is, is transferable. It's usable by churches and houses of worship, I should say. Uh, and, and, you know, VFWs, American Legions, the Moose Lodges, all those kinds of things. So uh, if you know of anybody that's interested in that, uh, it's, it, it, it has a member and would like to save some money, give me a call. I'll come out. We'll sit down. We'll see if it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And, and call Frank Neal at 888-832-5050, 888-832-5050. Only about 10 seconds, Frank. And make sure you tell him Harry Curley because I the, we're going to give Harry Hurley $500 for every customer that gets signed up from the Harry Hurley Show, and it's a wonderful thing. We have a great partnership here. Hey, Harry, it's been great, buddy, and uh, I will talk to you very soon. Thank you, my good friend. Be safe. Be well. Have a great day. Uh, if you can, I know how hard you work. Enjoy this beautiful weather if you can, and we'll talk real soon. Be well, Frank. All right, buddy. Take care. Be well. Bye-bye. He is Frank Neal. I am Hurley in the morning, and it's time for Brian Kilmeade.